Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive & June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive & June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center podcast feed, and this is a very special episode of the Four Center podcast feed. This is episode one 
of the Obi-Wan Kenobi Report. I'm Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm Ken Napsuck, and it's also special, Joseph, because for the first time in a couple years, we're really recording in the same room. We are in the same room, your hotel room, yes. on rolly chairs. On rolly chairs. Uh, I got. I think I got all the ACs and bathroom fans off, a little echo, but it's a lot of fun to be out and about uh, in uh, face-to-face. Yeah, no, this is really great. This is, a, obviously, we are incredibly excited about these two episodes of Obi-Wan <gasps> Kenobi, and we are going to talk a lot about them, but this is also a part of just the experience of being a fan, right? Of like, yeah. w- when you see it, how you see it, and even this recording. Ken's got his his uh, old radio professional uh, boom mic arms all adjustable, and it feels like we should be introducing, you know, the hits of the 90s <laughs> and then, you know, doing a raffle. This feels like very old school broadcasty. Look, I, I took advantage of driving, only having to drive down the five with, with, with you in the car uh, because... Uh, I just loaded my car with everything I owned <laughs> and moved into this hotel space. And it's uh, it's a lot of fun to just bring the whole studio down. And uh, unlike Chicago, when we recorded everything on a on a, a microphone plugged into a phone, which worked just as well. But this is fun. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into Kenobi. I got myself a little ginger beer. I got a Kenobi action figure. You got some sort of juice to help you out. I'm hydrating because we celebrated after last night. <laughs> some peach mango hydration. And with that, we are going to move from drinks to Kenobi. Uh, the first two episodes dropped. Uh, these don't have uh, chapter titles, which uh, mm-hmm. is uh, one of the many stylistic differences from some of the Disney Plus shows that we've seen in the Mandoverse. Uh, yeah. Just episode one, episode two, uh, both directed by Deborah Chow. Of course, all the episodes are. Right. Uh, and then the writers uh, listed. I didn't write down all the breakdown of credits. Uh, Stuart Beatty, Hasin Amini, uh, Joby Harold, uh, all showing the history <laughs> of this project. Uh, we've talked about that in depth before, and maybe we'll look at it again. But it, the, the history of the credits is really tracking how this started as a movie, yeah. then one version of a television show, then another version of the television show. It is a symbol of everybody's uh, agents and managers doing great work <laughs> to make sure they get credit and a history of the evolution of this project to this final form, yeah. which seems to be truly shepherded by Deborah Chow. Absolutely. I think all, all roads lead to Deborah Chow's uh, <laughs> work here. Yeah, no, it's, it's, like, it's like parchment. It's like, you know, it's like an ancient scroll where you're like, oh, this is the history of this land here, uh, the, the Kenobi show. Uh, and but, this person yeah. had the dark saber, and then this person had the dark saber, <laughs> but it's with Kenobi writing credits. Uh, we do want to set the scene a little bit. I think yeah. I'm sure everybody had uh, different experiences. Uh, this uh, premiere of Kenobi has been fast fascinating in the chaos that it feels like Kenobi himself would be say about the release date of his television show always on the move it was announced on a different day then it was moved and here at celebration it was revealed that uh, people who got into the big Lucasfilm studio showcase panel Mm. would go to this uh, fan event screening and then it was announced uh, it was whispered and then fully announced that it would actually be premiering early and you could see the chaos. And I'm sure that <laughs> happened in everybody's life, right? Where, yeah. uh, you know, hardcore fans are like, I'm, I'm waiting, I'm staying up. What? What? It's I think available now. Even folks not at Celebration probably ran into that. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And, and we're, we'll talk more in our, our uh, Celebration recap episodes, everything. You, know, you and I had kind of an interesting journey to not get into the big panels, which was a comedy <laughs> of errors. Uh, but we did, get, you know, I want to shout out some folks, including uh, the Resistance Broadcast folks, uh, John, uh, James, especially Lacey, who reached out and were like, hey, we have... Some, some wristbands, maybe we can get you into the Kenobi screening. And, and you and I had a couple people kind of do that kind of thing. We, we turned it down. Yeah. 
we not because we're old grumps, but we we really wanted just to be alone. Well, you and I in the same room watching Kenobi with quiet and little noises and not loud screams, which is a fun experience. But we chose not to this time. Yeah, no, I have enjoyed a, a lot of the experiences I've had in theaters, Star Wars films, MCU films. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is that cheer factor where you literally miss lines. Yeah, and uh, there's I think for Kenobi it's kind of a different energy. If they were doing it tonight as like a repeat showing, yeah. I think I'd really want to go and feel the energy of seeing it with a crowd. But this first time, mm-hmm. especially like this isn't like huge and bombastic. This is right. <laughs> a quiet Kenobi reflections. Like I want to hear every <laughs> mumble of being tired. Uh, and we did uh, want to set the scene a little bit yeah. of we, we're here in this hotel room. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you think you got something different out of, the experience of watching it, like it, mm. we had to set up uh, elaborate streaming systems uh, yeah. and, uh, you know, kind of the, the television was a little dark, all these yeah. things like these, this little bit of lack of perfection. Yeah. You know, we're not in our normal homes. How did that affect your viewing? It, it, it actually stressed me out all the way. Cause I, I, I not only brought like HDMI cable to hook to it, I actually brought a commute computer monitor and a Bluetooth sound bar in case I needed. And then luckily, uh, this hotel, you know, you never can tell, uh, they had an HDMI hookup, but then, yeah, then the brightness was a problem. And so I had a low level of stress the entire time. And then it's, ho- it's hotel Wi-Fi, And then everyone, we were worried that at midnight, everyone's going to be watching. Well, yeah. because it moved up, people had parties, people had dinners, uh, the big 501st bash. And I don't think as many people were able to watch it at nine. So it, we were so blessed. The first episode, great. We had a little bit of buffering in the second one, which stressed me out even more, but it's, it is, it's a delicate balance you have all these things wires talking to wires and this and, and, and you're not in your home base you got to face the fear i did feel like <laughs> kenobi being forced to leave yeah em- embrace the imperfection and yeah mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get into the big ideas but it was like yeah this, this isn't about status this is about who you are who yeah. do you choose to be yeah. in your actions uh it, it was really great it was wonderful to to share it with you mm. to have the quiet intimate uh, kenobi time i tweeted about this but i brought this Kenobi action figure, Revenge of the Sith era. One of the only figures I bought in Revenge of the Sith. And Mm. this guy is my desk buddy. Yeah. (laughs) And he has been in uh, Minneapolis, in London, in Los Angeles. So I plan to bring him here with me uh, so he could watch his own premiere. (laughs) Uh, And that was a lovely experience. Uh, Any other thoughts about setting the scene before we dive into analyzing? No, other than it it definitely, uh, it was so fun. It was just overall really fun. Low level stress, yes, and all that good. And and you and I had an interesting day and journey uh, that started... Not bad, but just like some 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 frustration vibes, and then a great panel with Alex and Molly. We'll talk about later in the, on the on the, on the podcast uh, feed. But it just all ended. All roads led to Kenobi, and it was a fun, fun, fun experience. Absolutely. So let's dive into Obi Wan Kenobi, and also uh, Riva and Leia, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. the Grand Inquisitor in the eyes of Anakin slash Vader. Mm. So many great things. What was your overall reaction? Was it what you expected? Was it what you hoped for? All of those things. What were your big picture reactions? I just, I'm just in love with these two episodes. I really am. And one of the reasons I'm loving you and I talked a little bit about last, last night when we walked to a hotel bar afterwards uh, to, to celebrate was almost everything we wanted, maybe even some beats we could have predicted or did predict, mm-hmm. everything was there. And instead of being a checklist of yep, 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 it was, oh my God. God, this is what I wanted. Yeah. And and not that Boba Fett or Mando or Rise of Skywalker Solo aren't that. They they offer surprises and different creative choices. This one, years in the making, Kenobi in this time period, and, and we definitely get surprises, definitely get reveals. Mm-hmm. 
But you know what I mean? Like I, I, I watched it again after, uh, and trying to go to bed, but staying up late <laughs> to watch it. And it was just like, this is hundred percent what I wanted and therefore I think needed. And it just hit on all levels because of that. Yeah, no, I really agree. I think it was, uh, there were definitely some, some surprises, but the surprises are in the nature of not the, uh, the, the what, but really the, the how. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I'd been obsessing over these last couple of days as we got ready for this of like, we still don't know the exact inciting incident that we know the inquisitors right. are coming. Maybe another Jedi gets in trouble. Uh, and we knew that he was going to have to be challenged yeah. to, yeah. to be a Jedi again and help. Right. Yeah. Uh, but exactly how that was going to play out him resisting the call. And for me, like I was not surprised that Leia was involved. Mm-hmm. That was a delightful surprise that she was the, call that he couldn't resist ultimately yeah to have bail and brejo organo and a hologram message going you gotta help yeah like oh we're, we're going big it's big it's really big and i think that's that was one of the other things obviously that uh whole intro that is a beautiful summary of the prequels oh yeah uh just the the sheer power of that if you're a fan that it's a mm-hmm. it's beautifully edited summation of yeah. these central characters the reason for their traumas <laughs> right uh and also just really practically great of like hey if you're not a superhero prequel fan or you haven't watched them in a long time this is a great summary and you don't mm. it's really letting people in mm-hmm. so i appreciated that for people who who aren't like us and didn't just <laughs> rewatch the prequels out of yeah. desire to see them and it just communicates th- some some of the Disney Plus shows are going to be crawling into little corners of the galaxy, and I'm hungry for that. That's not what this one is, mm-hmm. right? This one is, like, I was thinking, like, this, this is a sequel to the prequels. I mean, I know the <laughs> original trilogy is technically what the prequels are pre of, yeah. but it just was like, this yeah. is the direct follow-up. This is episode four of the prequels up to a point. Up to a point, yeah. The, the whole uh, previously on, the prequels, beginning, just added this air of, uh, this is this one big story, Star Wars is, including the shadows and the small corners we're going to keep playing in, and the new characters we've yet to meet, and High Republic, Old Republic, Middle Republic, whatever. It, it's, <laughs> but it's all Star Wars, and just to see the prequels edited so beautifully, it just, that was like, uh, here's the emotional core of the prequels in this little intro. It just made it all seem like one, and all seem... A little more validation for the prequels, which are riding high in the last couple of years. Yeah. But just like, cool. I want to know. You and I are like, yeah, excited. Uh, uh, Grace, my fiance, she's back home. And she she texts me. I made, I kind of like texted her. I was like, you got to watch. She said, I'm, I won't wait for you. I said, stop. Have the dogs. <laughs> go to the couch. Watch. She's a prequel kid. She's a prequel baby. And she was she was blown away that by that. She was texting me during that opening. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. This is a dead. And I just love that, but I would love to get the perspective of someone who may, eh, I don't know, I don't like the prequels, or maybe I just absolutely don't like them. When they see that, and they're here for Kenobi, I want to know, does it change their view on the prequels? Does it open a door to a bigger prequel conversation? Yeah, I'm really curious about that, because I do have friends who are like, okay, I get it, I like all the ideas, I don't like the execution. Yeah, yeah. And like, this was, the summary was just like, this is Mm. the ideas of the prequels beautifully executed yeah. uh, you know and i, I don't entirely mm. agree with that and that's yeah. a whole other conversation, conversation but you know Just, you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah absolutely so uh, a couple of the other big picture things for me was uh just absolute thrill at obi-wan's character mm. like mm-hmm. obviously ewan mcgregor phenomenal actor for years and years i wanted this show just because right. hey he's one of my favorite characters he's a phenomenal actor yeah. i'd take an hour of him bartering 
Now, yeah. now I know I'd take six hours of him talking to his Jawa friend Tika. <laughs> uh, but the fact that it yeah. is both a different Kenobi and the same Kenobi, like that, that's what should happen. Yeah. But I'm so happy that it did to see him mm-hmm. tortured, broken, yeah. out of shape, physically, mentally, in, in his relationship with the force itself. But within that, still having a little bit of that, he's, he's got wit, he's yeah. got snark. He's got that grumpy impatience, but also like then he stops himself and realizes, no, 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 slow down, be kind. And even though it's an entirely different reality, what I've always loved about Kenobi is he's like, I'm centered and I go and do my job. It's not about adventure and excitement. You know, you know, that line to Dooku and attack the clones like, good, I have work to do. And even though it's this sad, broken work, it's still Kenobi would just be like, Nose down, do the work. Uh, it used to be run around the galaxy uh, saving people and solving problems because I am a Jedi Knight and a Jedi Master. And now it's, uh, well, carve out some meat from the fallen space beast, save yeah. a little from a Yopi, yeah. <laughs> do my chores, watch over Luke. I'm doing my job. I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi, the Jedi who does his job. Absolutely <laughs> love that and absolutely love the rhythm. Of, it wasn't like a montage, but it almost worked of... Show up for work, cut the meat. It's the old Simpsons knife go knife goes in, guts goes out. It's the Osaka uh, meat concern, and, and just but to know that that is every day for ten years or whatever you know whatever it is. But it is the mission. It is Kenobi. But then that, when that's up, just thrown up, when the tables just overturned of of your life at this moment for Kenobi, I don't know. I just it just drove home the change and what he needs to do and the fear and kind of not hiding behind the routine, but like I said, just comfortable in the routine. And this is my my duty, my mission. And I got a slice off of meat for my piece of meat for my opie. I was really moved by how that was put together. Yeah, no, and it was great to show it's necessary, but there's also the safety in it. Yes, the boredom in mm-hmm. it. it. Yeah, it, uh, it was. Yep. Yeah, it, we, we got to watch Kenobi just work a crappy job. I, I used to work at the. <laughs> I've mentioned this a million times. I, I used to. I had a brief temp job at a, a factory <laughs> that shrink wrapped knives. Yeah, and I used to sit there and dream about uh, action figures. Like Kenobi's practically shrink wrapping knives, like me. Yeah, see, I, I could. Sorry, I, I connected a little bit on the when I originally lost my radio job in '98. I got a job in the local movie theater, and uh, you know, certainly wasn't recognized a lot. But every once in a while, like. You sound like that guy in the radio. No, 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 just you want your ticket. You want saving private, saving two for saving private Ryan. Okay, great, great, great. And I just, yeah, I love, I love a lot of that going. The on radio too. war is over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We lost. Take your microphone and bury it in the sand. <laughs> oh, if we ever uh, quit podcasting, we have to ceremonially uh, yes. bury our <laughs> our microphones on the the beach in Venice. Um, just two other kind of big yeah. picture things because I do want to get to the big theme talk. The Leia thing was a delightful um, fulfillment of a possibility. I don't mm-hmm. want to say like a huge surprise, uh, but what was so gratifying is it was a continuation of a lot of stuff that's happened in the books, not in terms of like actual plot points, yeah, but in what her life is like mm-hmm. and our is uh, fans' view and a lot of modern creators' view, their view on Leia. So continuing mm-hmm. the books, continuing the mission of uh, the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. To say, the kind of it, it's kind of clear in the original trilogy that in concept, Luke and Leia are the Skywalker twins, right. equally important. Right. But the way those films are structured back in the day, there's much more focus on Luke. Mm-hmm. And there's been this sort of, to me, great mission to say, let's take the promise of what is, what is told and what George says in interviews, that Leia is the leader. Yeah. Leia is the one mm-hmm. uh, who knows what's going on. 
but she's also the child of yeah. Anakin and Padme, and mm. she mm. is she is the other hope. Yeah, and the two of them together are the hopes, and the fact that this uh, series is really delving into that to the point where Bail Organa says she's just as important as he is yeah. and really implies, I'm not, I'm not disparaging Luke, but he doesn't need you right now. Mm-hmm. And she does mm-hmm. that elevating of Leia in, in practice to where she has been in concept. Yeah. The continuation of that is, is just phenomenal. Yeah. Really was moved by that. And when we get to the themes, uh, I will, I will contend, sir. I would like to state <laughs> my case that, that Leia delivers the emotional core, of both of these episodes. Some of the big themes come from her mouth, which is, We'll talk about the performance. It's so wonderful. But yeah, no, absolutely right. And I think it's important to mention Rise of Skywalker. Those two blades are needed to save the day. And it's a long road to get there. And growing up, Leia was uh, the complete package in a way. Like she shows up. She's the A-plus student. She's everything. And you can make your jokes. Even in this series, we can make a joke already. Two episodes in, you got Leia, uh, high society, learn all these things, got her spirit. You got Luke, vroom, vroom, vroom. And I think I've seen some of that on the internet. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. But, but, uh, I just love that we see Leia at a different time and, 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 and Bale's so right. And then we get to see that she isn't yet the complete package, which is why it's important. Mm-hmm. And we to get her to where she's going to go. And Bale's, Bale knows it. That great scene. I don't want to get too far ahead down that path, breaking down this stuff. But yeah, I think you're right. It does, it does, um, I don't want to say correct. It's not correcting an error. It's just, it's like you said, the way it was structured, original trilogy. And, but Lucas has said for years, well, these, these two bumbling idiots, Han and, Han and Luke, and, and Leia's the rebellion. And that's her story. And you so, so to, to play into that, to respect that, ah, man, that's a lot of fun to go back to this point. And now we're going to see the journey for these two uh, 10-year-old twins. Yeah, no, forward. absolutely. And we'll, we'll talk more uh, yeah. about Leia's uh, character and the balance of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what a hero she is and how wise she is. and that right. she, But she is still a child and she has fears and all those things. Uh, final thing for me that I want to say, big picture before I forgot, is, you know, w- with all this team of writers, mm-hmm. uh, I'm really, really pleased at how uh, deep and powerful the script, the story is, uh, but also just the line-to-line dialogue, Mm. I feel, is really sharp. It's great performers. It's well-directed. You feel the emotional weight and the trauma, but there are a ton of laugh lines. And to me, it it blended really, really well. A lot of great character-based humor from great performances, but also a really sharp script at the end of the day with all those writers involved. Yeah, uh, and a great job of, of director uh, Deborah Chow as the director to to pull in all styles and modes, uh, you know, and, and, and interpretations of, of dialogue into one cohesive tone. Yeah, um, even someone like Kumail, who uh, not Johnny, just killed it. But he—that's him, right? It's him still doing a Portlandia bank account and uh, rhythm and bit. He he does that, <laughs> but it works so well, especially on my second view. And it's like I really love the humor, the jokes, everything that that he was putting in there. And so it all just comes together so nicely. And one of the final big things that I, I wanted uh, in the series is big fan of Mando, big fan of Boba Fett. But I've said before, some of, some of the rhythms, some of the pacing, some of the dialogue, it's more a, a different style. It's John going to not just his, his own writing style, but you know, that prequel stuff that George will say, it's a different type of tone. And I just was like, I love that. I have no problem with it. I want Obi-Wan to have a little bit of, I don't know, not, I don't want to say modern take, but I just want, I wanted a different momentum uh, in, in each scene. And I got it. Yeah. It's just, it felt like I was watching something else. I don't, not something else. I don't want to say, I don't want to sound like I'm slagging Mango, Man, uh, Mando and Boba. Um, but I just, I just really loved the, the approach to the acting and, and directing in this episode. Absolutely. And I think the tonal differences are appropriate because Mando and Boba Fett, 
I think the reason that Favreau is kind of setting that tone and style is he's dealing with a lot of people who are behind helmets and masks and emotionally repressed. Yeah. And these are characters who are being ripped wide open. Not that there isn't emotion, Din and and Grogu and all that, but it is the dealing with how do we express it. Yeah, so the the fact that these episodes moved Mm -hmm. fast, uh, you know, raw and emotional, all great. Yeah. Uh, so let's dive into then the big ideas of these two episodes and, and probably the show as well and the, mm. the big themes. Uh, we, we both uh, screwed off and took our notes. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you go first for the big ideas of these two introductory episodes? Yeah, and, and I'll say this. They both work really well together. It almost almost like a little theme arc, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's definitely works really well. Uh, you had mentioned something about... You, you, your status might ne- not necessarily be who you are. So maybe off of that, I put, particularly in the first episode, is what you say isn't what you're really feeling. And you got this, I think it starts, the core of it is Leia going to her cousin, which is my one of my favorite scenes. Look, you little wispy mustache punk. You ain't who you think he is. And, I, and you're afraid. And you're just repeating what your father said because you're afraid of your father. I thought that was the core of it because you got, you got uh, uh, Riva saying a lot of things about what she's owed, mm-hmm. this quest for power, um, and and the Jedi can't protect you to, to everyone else. We know we're going to dive into where that comes from with mm-hmm. her, her being in the opening scene. So she, what she's saying isn't really what's going on. And then Kenobi just listing all these reasons why he can't join the fight as as asked uh, by Bale and, and Brea. It, it's, he's, he's, he's hiding the fear, which is the other big thing, the hidden fears. The second episode, they get to die you. And that the one guy's like, Hey, you can't communicate in or out a lot of secret. Everyone's hiding something here. <laughs> but then later on, Leia has the line, like, how can I trust you if you're hiding something? So everyone hiding these f- hidden fears was, was what I was going to in some of the big themes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm in total agreement with you. I kind of broke it down into some of the fear elements. And then there's, mm. there's even more with this idea of like station authenticity. So I, I want to put yeah. a, a pin in station and authenticity <laughs> and, and talk about fear for a moment. I think you're so right. We, we talk about fear a lot. Star Wars talks about fear a lot. Yeah. It, to me, fear was really portrayed in these episodes is something that holds you back and keeps you in place. Yes. Uh, 100%. keeps you from connecting to other people and it keeps you from trying to do the things that you maybe want to do, think you should do. Uh, We just have on a practical level, right? We have Obi-Wan, he has the mission to protect Luke, but he's also hiding behind it. Uh, We have, we know the story of Luke uh, dreaming of the stars, but we get a kind of different perspective on Mm. it when, you know, uh, Owen throws the T-16 Skyhopper model back and, you know, and Obi-Wan is saying, like, there's so much more to the galaxy than your farm, Owen. So mm-hmm. we have that brief little taste to remind us that's that's Luke's journey, right? Yeah. Of being held back on the farm and dreaming of something else. And then we really get this perspective of Leia has a, an entirely different life where she is being groomed to be a part of the galaxy. She's being mm-hmm. groomed to, to lead Alderaan, but also be in the Senate. But right now, mm-hmm. at the same age as Luke, across all this time... She's looking up at Dreaming of the Stars. Yeah. You know, she's got that line at one point uh, when when her mother, when Rhea takes her back and she says, it's like living in a prison, <laughs> right? And they, that's, there's all these ideas yeah. of, of uh, fear being held back. You know, um, mm. I think with the Obi-Wan, uh, obviously it's this melding of where, where does caution end and fear begin? Yes. Right, because the Jedi should... They do yes. need to hide, and he, him exposing him himself to the Empire is a danger to Luke. But right now, he's hiding behind it. And I think when Bale finally mm. 
when he resists the call to help the other Jedi, yeah, he resists the call mm. to help Leia. It's so out of fear, right? Yeah. Of of failing another person, of like find somebody else, she'll be better off. I will fail. Yeah. And then when Bale comes all the way to his his awesome uh, studio cave, <laughs> his cave studio apartment cave, uh, that is a classic discussion of fear in Star Wars. And mm. Bale is saying, mm. "Yeah." You've, you failed Anakin. Uh, I made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. We have to move on. And in particular, when he's trying to convince her, like, go help her. Mm. Obi-Wan just says, uh, um, Bale says, you know, you can save her. I trust. Yeah. I trust you more than anyone to help her. And Obi-Wan says, what if I can't? Right. And th- that is fear holding you back, right? That's just the, like. Big thing for um, all of us. Right? And that's the total, like, yeah. well, she's in trouble. And she's going to be in trouble even if you don't. But it's the classic, I'm holding myself back from taking any action at because of the fear of failure, the fear of what might happen. It's yeah. it's Luke going to Octo of like, what if any action I take yeah. makes it worse, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. So I, I would want to pause there and, and let you uh, share your, your Obi-Wan fear thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great because I think uh, the the uh, younger Jedi, and, and we are still doing a little bit of this on the fly, so I didn't get his uh, full name. Uh, I don't character yeah, name. I think his uh, Nari is his Nari, first name. thank you. Um, that was a great sequence, um, especially when I watched it again when the screen was a little brighter on my computer laptop versus the, t- the hotel TV. Um because it is a lot of what you're talking about. It is the call for help. The Jedi are not supposed to turn down and it's a denial. But, but when Kenobi gets off the EOP to be like, Hey, hey at first he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're, mis- you're mistaken. You're mistaken. All right. You're not mistaken. Here's the deal. We can't do this. And you're going to ease and you're, and I think Kenobi's hiding behind a little bit of the, you're endangering my mission is how it kind of starts. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to say it, but like, you, you can't be here, man. I got more important things to do. Get out of here. Yeah, and he can't say, I'm guarding Anakin Skywalker's kid, will you? <laughs> yeah, leap you off. Yeah, he can't say that. Can't say it. So he hides behind a little bit, but then it's a complete failure when he sees him hanging there. He sees the dead. I, I, I think that only can only add to the fear and add to the fear of just, it, it, it's us in our own lives. Like if, if you don't give it, if you don't give it a shot, you never know type of thing. But that's more of a get up and do it. But when when, when Bale comes along and, and Kenobi says, I'm not the man you remember. And Bale says, you're going to have to be. And just directly tells him, move on, be done with it. Sure, that's easy. That, that's, a, that's a pick yourself up and, and get on going. But it's, it's the truth of what you're talking about, the fear holding you back. I think I see with, with, with Reva, who has an absolute heavy amount of trauma that she did not get to deal with. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think we're going to see, if we're going to talk, I think we're going to see that we're going to deal with that. But that's that fear, uh, fear of change. Fear of what we always talk about, the new normal, fear of moving forward, fear of of, of, of what if it gets worse. Yeah, fear of loss, fear of yeah. loss of control. Yeah. And so when that Jedi's hanging there dead in the canoe, it's like, there's that fear of it could get worse. But 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 on him, I think he's like, look, and I didn't take action, didn't do anything. And this is what's happened. And I think that would drive him forward a little bit, I would hope. I, yeah. Shows up. I love the way the inciting incident of Nari, the Jedi, mm. showing up and Obi-Wan being like, no, I can't help you and you should hide. And then also the call for Leia, the way that they are intertwined for him to yep. see, like, do I want to see Leia hanging? Yeah. From quite frankly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's really, you know, what pushes him forward. Mm-hmm. I also written, wrote down that Bale just literally says, you know, you're using the boy as an excuse. Yeah. Right? That that's in the, boy, how many times have I done that or seen yeah. other people do that of like, I would like to do the scary thing, but mm. I've got this thing that 
Sounds like a good, really good reason. And maybe there's an element of truth to it, but that's not what you're dealing with now. Yeah. Someday that might be a legitimate choice for Obi-Wan, right? Mm -hmm, To mm -hmm. be like, I can't help somebody else because Luke really does super need me right now. That might be legitimate someday. But I love that Vale's like, but that's not, that's not legitimate right now. You're hiding behind it. It's it so interesting too because we we've known this is Kenobi's mission for 19 years and and we, we even go to Rebels Twin Sons episode it's definitely his mission and mm-hmm. and we you and I have been talking about uh, along with Jennifer on the channel of we're so excited to see Kenobi have to turn that page turn that uh, get to the new chapter in his life so that's where we're going but you know for years I've been one of those people like well Luke's his mission Luke's his mission and Kenobi he's the poster child Jedi he'll do his mission and to find him in this point where Bale just says like yeah your mission it's 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 twofold. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember that meeting. Remember, <laughs> I took one, you took the other, but it's the same mission. And I, as a fan, just love turning that on its uh, turning that Luke mission on on its head a little bit for, for me. Uh, as Kenobi's got to do a little bit more, connect to the bigger picture. Yeah, and Bale just being like, "Rip that bandaid off, man. You're yeah. afraid." And the the Skywalker twins were both with adoptive parents, and one of them does not want your help, and one of them is begging you for it. Yeah, is yeah, that's really powerful. I, I agree with you with, with uh, Reva. We don't have actual confirmation, but I feel like mm. you know the fact that this entire uh, you know once we get past the prequel uh, recap begins with yeah. that Order sixty six view. I think she is one of those Padawans. I think this is starting from a place of her trauma. Yeah. to center it and yeah. trauma is you know obviously that place that fear can come from and i think she's trying to resolve some of that with the kenobi chasing yeah. so yeah definitely talk about reva more um mm. but then I, I like that this big fear idea you know leia is, is uh, caught up in it as well but she has she's still a child and she does get frightened yeah. several times understandably so but she has mastered her fear up to a point and i love that that is uh, you know, her own skill and training and yep. instinct, but also the inheritance of her mother. And I've already seen on, on social media, you know, people yeah. being so in love of, of you know, mm. you remind me of someone she was uh, fearless too and mm. stubborn. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, that, you know, in combined with her her understanding of what fear is, right? Because yes. that's what you started with, that that speech to her awful cousin. <laughs> Just the worst. Right? But about, like, fear, you know, you think uh, you are afraid, and you think if you make other people afraid of you, that it will give you power. And it won't. And it feels like uh, she's accidentally, you know, lecturing Reva, too, right? She's lecturing Tarkin already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the tighter you, you grip, the more star systems you're going to lose. That, that, that led meaning, it, it, it clued into that early on. I really love that connection for me. But yes, what that the meaning too. Yeah. Mm. So she is a character. She's young and exploring yeah. the galaxy and still going through fear herself. Yeah. But she has an understanding of it, which helps her get past it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Cool. Do uh, uh, you want to go on to this idea of uh, station and authenticity? Oh, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, let's talk about Kenobi slicing meat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At the meat station. No, there was just so much in this about what you said of um, who are you versus what is your title mm-hmm. or what do people perceive your value to be based on yeah. what your title is? Uh, you know, does your title bestow value on you or does the actual actions 
yeah. you take, bestow value. Uh, so there's a lot about how Obi-Wan has fallen from his Jedi status. Mm-hmm. I mean, we get that just from that prequel recap where he's, yeah. he's yeah. flying around, lightsabering around, and now he's just like, time <laughs> to feed the Eopi. Uh, but there's so much about his, you know, denying his power, his yeah. true self, this great through line where even Leia doubts his authenticity mm-hmm. of like, you are not a real yeah. Jedi. Yeah. You're old and beat up. Yeah. Maybe you're just kind of cosplaying a Jedi because you have a lightsaber, but you don't seem to be willing to do mm. any Jedi things. And it is about power, but I think it is also about a willingness to act. Yeah. You know, are you are you a true Jedi? Because I heard they help people. Right. Uh, and get past their fear. And that's his, his little arc in this yeah. in this episode of, I think, reclaiming the Jedi title, not just in like, okay, I got my lightsaber out for a second and I almost used it, but like the rescuing of her, right? To yeah. show that I am who I, I say I am. Yeah. I am acting as a Jedi. Therefore, I am a Jedi. Yeah. That's what matters. Not the robes, not the finery, not mm-hmm. the temple on Coruscant. Yeah. But who are you as a Jedi? Um, and then, of course, that, I think, is highlighted so much. It, our thoughts are led that way by meeting an actual inauthentic Jedi. Yes. A fake Jedi. The, the false prophet, <laughs> I'm calling him, yes. The false prophet <laughs> with the comedy of, of fake Jedi-ness. And even he eventually has, yeah. takes true Jedi action yeah. of being willing to help and being selfless. Like, he's a scammer, but yeah. he's a Jedi at heart. So, it's again, it's about labels and a struggle for authenticity. He's yeah. not an authentic Jedi, but is he? In spirit, because he took the actions of a Jedi. It, 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 there's a lot of comments on 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 actions and where people might feel they stop. I love the um, Brea's sister, and I guess it would maybe be her brother-in-law, who are, are also like in talking to Bail, kind of celebrate. Ah, the Republic messed up. We got this great Empire thing going, and Bail being like, <laughs> "No." And then her, the, the, the 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 I think it's a brother-in-law saying, "I'll just save that bleeding heart stuff for the Senate." That's just that's not that's a that's your job. That's your be real here. And it's like the opposite for bail. That is what, that is who I am. The title doesn't matter. I'd be doing this if I had no title. So that's at play too. All yeah. through these episodes. Yeah. He can't quite show his true self. Yeah. Yeah. Bray is like, let's get a drink. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah. But even then like, no, no, yeah, I, I am who I say I am. Love that. And even you see in Bray as a, as a, as a queen and there's someone who has this title, husband's power, always signing things, always having iPads, putting her, <laughs> she's signing stuff, but she is who she is too. And so for Leia to come from that, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is one of those moments that ties uh, Leia and Obi-Wan together that Leia mm-hmm. is going through this crisis of authenticity too, yep. right? Where the, her cousin is cruel to her because she's not a real not organ, a, yeah, yeah. you know? And this is one of the moments where she isn't just like uh, heroic and perfect. Yeah. She's uh, wounded and human too and has that doubt. And get, we get to have that great scene with Bale, that, that mm. moment where he reaches out to her heart. Yeah. And like, you are in Organa because, you know, this goes yep. to uh, all sorts of I- issues of found family from mm-hmm. rebels to Ray taking on the name Skywalker. It's such a yeah. powerful Star Wars theme. But in this particular case, everybody feeling like I have all these identifiers. I'm an Organa but maybe I'm not maybe really. Not. And she seems, Leia seems dissatisfied mm. with the princess role, right? Yeah. She says, all I do is wave. It's not real. Yeah. And then even when Obi-Wan's being his his formal yeah. self with his proper accent and saying, your highness and princess, and she's in that dirty alley and she's like, yeah, I don't need to say princess, I'm just Leia. Yeah. So that's this mm. whole arc of questioning the titles and what is the meaning yeah. behind them? Well, the yep. meaning behind an Organa is your parents say you're an Organa because they love you and yeah. you're part of the family. 
who cares what your lousy cousin says? Yeah. And you're a princess, not when you wave in a parade, mm. but when you become a leader like your mother, right? Yeah. That's that moment of Kenobi giving her mm-hmm. authenticity of like, I know Kenobi doesn't even know she's going through it. Right. But yeah. Like you're, you're pushing back on princess. Cause you think it's just formality and waving. Uh, but Kenobi sees her and goes, you are authentic. Yeah. You're like your mother. You're a natural leader. Mm. And mm. you're no matter what you do, you're yeah. going to lead and you're going to help people. And that's who you are. Screw every other title. That's who you that's, are, Leia. That's the core. Yeah, that's the core. Yeah, and 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 the standards of what what is an organa. You know what isn't a what it was it and it, 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 and you 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 are that again. Going into to, to what you're talking about here with all the titles. Uh, yeah, I love the love the play the play of the false prophet versus the real Jedi too. Uh, but then even Reva, like you know, who you're this uh, you are this tough killer. You're one of the best. But uh, what is that? You know who are you really beyond that? We're gonna. I think. I think that's gonna unravel and un, un, uh, be exposed uh, in a good way as we go on. I'm predicting redemption early, but yeah. that's yeah, that's for no, later. I, I've been wondering about redemption, you know, for a long time for her, and I'm I'm, I'm sure it's going to be on the table as mm-hmm. a possibility. Um, Could yes, be. Yeah, uh, I, I and I think she she really supports this theme and is tied with Obi Wan and Leia as well because mm-hmm. you know the Grand Inquisitor is. Uh, also a crappy cousin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, not literally, but the saying, you know, you are the least of us. Mm-hmm. You came to us from the yeah. gutter. Everybody is clawing at station. She even says on Tatooine, you know, uh, this place is beneath us. Yeah. That first Jedi they get, they're like, yeah. ugh, dregs. Yeah. Even in the Jedi they're hunting, it's like all about status, <laughs> station. Like, uh, it, all we have left are Jedi crumbs, and where are we going to get the honor? Yeah, you know, and the you know, the popularity in the you know in being seen as powerful, you know. And I think the other Inquisitors are maybe not. They they think that she just wants Kenobi for the status mm. bump. Yeah, you know. And it seems like she wants him for more than that. Is her authentic self? Yeah, absolutely. I always wonder if the Inquisitors hang around and be like, "What's your damage? How'd you get here?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you came to us from the gutter. Let's, let's. I think this is a good time to just talk about what we think is going on mm. with with Riva. Yeah. I'm kind of of the mind. We'll see where it goes. Obviously, that she. I love that she went into the records and found this connection between mm-hmm. Organa, uh, Bail Organa, and Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. The line she says about uh, Kenobi being willing to rescue Leia. She says. Uh, during the war, uh, he fought side by side with her father. Yeah, which could be Bale, or I mean, it, right? I, I, it seems weird that Riva would know that Leia oh, is yeah, yeah, the yeah. Mm. child of Anakin, but mm. that line is ambiguous. Yeah. Uh, to me, I'm, I'm just really interested in this idea. If she is one of those Padawans, went through that horrific trauma, fell into a gutter, whatever that mm. means from the Grand Inquisitor's perspective, tortured like all the Inquisitors are mm-hmm. into this other thing. If she has some better understanding of what happened behind the scenes, and yeah, I looked up to Master Kenobi. He was training the Chosen One, and then I was at the temple, and I saw the Chosen One killing everyone. And I'm going to get Kenobi out of classic mm. cycle of violence. Yeah. I was innocent and young, and big picture, you failed me. You yeah. were the one who was supposed to guide this guy, and he slaughtered us all and took everything from me and you know she's got that line with, with the uh, other inquisitor of like what do you think you're gonna get 
by mm-hmm. Caption Kenobi, and she says, "What I'm owed." Yeah, it's vengeance, right? It's, yeah, this will fill the hole in my soul. I have, I need someone to blame for my trauma, and it's going to be this guy. Absolutely, trying to control it and and trying to fix it in in, in all the ways that are incorrect. Yeah, that that those are two of my favorite lines. Uh, what I'm owed, and then when she tells, uh, you know, she's telling the citizens there of, of 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 the Jedi won't protect you anymore. They won't trust me. I know, right? They couldn't protect me. They yeah. couldn't protect me. And we, you and I have some some wild, fun, you know, almost predictions of what she could have seen that night. Yeah, I mean, I just think that we, we've all known ever since Hayden has been announced as mm-hmm. as Vader that we want some FaceTime. We got some eye time yeah, in, yeah. In, the, in the tank. Yeah. Uh, but the possibility <laughs> of flashbacks, Ewan McGregor has said things that sound like they have yeah. a Clone Wars flashback scene, which would be amazing. But that's another great time, mm-hmm. a narratively important time yeah. to have FaceTime with Hayden. If we get him in the temple and furious... Yeah, uh, and and I don't I don't want it for the cool Anakin Skywalker killing people. What I want is I want that moment where Anakin is is he's marching into the temple because he's been told you need to drench yourself in the dark side. Mm-hmm. You're going along with this lie that the Jedi are going to turn on the Senate. Mm-hmm. You're lying to yourself that I'm doing all this to save Padme. But once he walks in there, I've always thought he's just got to feel all the you failed me. Yeah, Jedi, you were cold and cruel and you kept me from my mother and I can let it all out and I, I would love if we saw a little bit of that and saw it all through Reva's eyes to explain her trauma right my thought on and you, you touched on it is is uh, Vader marching in there and, and wiping everybody out has a little bit of that I mean first of all that shot walking in with the Bible first into the temple is really great and cool yeah. and you know Ryan uh, invokes it last Jedi again without a doubt it, uh, but that, that there would be some responsibility for that, those actions, and this Reva being part of that continuing damage, yeah, and that too, you're badass, cool, killing everyone down, wiping out the uh, Syndraligan, uh, you know, any Shakti, any other Jedi that might be in there. Uh, it, it has consequences that keep cascading out, yeah, like waves, and, and Reva would be part of that. So to see it at all through her eyes. I mean, you and I are having some fun in a hotel bar going, maybe she sees uh, when Palpatine's like, good job, Vader. Maybe she sees all that. And I was like, I don't know, maybe she sees Source Van Diem get cut down. And, you know, it's like, I don't want to see the the, 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 gr- the gruesome side of it. And I'm not saying other people out there want that, but I think there is this, uh, you know, the hallway scene of Rogue One is cool. And it is cool. Yeah. But it has consequences and it's, it has themes tied to it. So if we were to revisit Order 66, the temple and Anakin, in any way, shape, or form, so that we can really see the effect of that. Yeah, and it's him feeling trauma, too. Yeah. And then yes. Reva doesn't understand it, probably, but yes. then it echoes out to her. And I think, for me, that's the last big uh, theme of, of the, these two episodes and end of the show, is that it really is a lot about mentors failing children, mm-hmm. right? It, mm-hmm. Because it's so significant that we begin with that scene. It's not just an Order 66 refresher scene, because... No. We know. <laughs> yeah, we know. We know. Order 66. It's starting specifically with children watching mm-hmm. that group of children being peacefully Peaceful, taught in sorry. a temple, being defended mm-hmm. by their mentor figure yeah. and, and watching her fall. Um, that's where we start. And then everything else that, that's going on in, this, uh, in these two episodes, you know, Leia is a child who ends up in a situation mm-hmm. of trauma. Yeah. Uh, and Obi-Wan is, is desperate not to fail her uh, the way, in our interpretation, our guess, he failed Reva from Reva's yeah, point of view. Point of view yeah. uh, he certainly failed Anakin. I think it was significant that in his great trauma dream, jumping back and forth, yeah. it ended 
on images of Anakin as a child. Yeah. Like he's, what he's dreaming almost is, uh, I met him as this sweet, innocent child and somehow I let him get so far from that. Yeah. And it, it's almost like in his dream, he's thinking about different haircut eras. Yeah. <laughs> he's thinking about his brother, Anakin. He's thinking about the chosen one, the, the you know, uh, the powerful Jedi Knight. But the yeah. dreams are ending on, he was just a child and I took him in. When I took him, I yeah. failed this child mm. and I don't want to fail Luke. Mm. And, I, and I don't even want to, initially, I don't even want to try to help Leia because what if I fail her? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. so Going back to the about, beginning. you know, mm -hmm. this absolute, uh, the, the, the horror caused when a mentor fails a child mm. and then the, the trauma of the mentor of should I ever try to help again because what if I fail? What if I make it worse? Go to an island if you want that. Go, go hide out with the caretakers. Yeah. That's no. the Octo brochure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love all that. We can get to the Qui-Gon of it too, but uh, the, the, a lot of stuff in there about, uh, I don't know, just uh, some shortcuts. You can't get, you can't get it. You got to work on what you, you need to work on. Yeah. I'm really thrilled by that. We, we have been having conversations. I had come to the, uh, the thought and the hope that, this wasn't going to be like, I'm successfully communing with Qui-Gon and Qui-Gon's yeah. like, Hey, Obi-Wan, like we talked about that. And like, that would be a way to approach the story. But mm -hmm. since this is a journey of Kenobi finding peace and purpose and a new mm -hmm. version of being a Jedi yeah. for himself, it so makes sense to me that he, he can't, can't. reach Qui-Gon yet mm -hmm. or Qui-Gon's not answering. Cause he's like this, you are not in the place. Like yeah. you, maybe he's communed with Qui-Gon before. I kind of like the idea of like, I, I'm in such misery and torment and mm -hmm. I'm not letting things go. And I, I can't commune and begin to learn this, this process. Yeah. Uh, learn your teachings until I am in the place to do it. So I love that he, he mm -hmm. called out to him, like really trying to reach him in the cave and then does, and then as you pointed out last mm -hmm. night at the bar on Dadi, was just like, come on. You got anything for me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and actually that ended up being the more powerful one for me in the sense, like the first one's, uh, if, if, if he was going to pop up early, that would be the moment, right? Like, ah, oh, here he's in the cave. But the fact that he's just like out and about and it is, it's a cheat a little bit, almost like how some people might view the force, you know, it's a trick and everything like that and not saying Kenobi would think that, but just like he needs the help. And we always talk about force ghosts, particularly Kenobi shows up when Luke needs the help. Yeah, or really a critical moment. Critical moment, time of need. And and I think if Qui-Gon's not answering, and I don't, this is just now speculating, if Qui-Gon's not answering, not picking up, but he's watching, it's because not you're, you're, this is not the right way to do it. You can do this. You can do this, Kenobi. You don't need me. You don't need the extra info. You just got to, like Yoda would say to, to, in, in Revenge of Sith and, and, or even Attack the Clones to, to, to Kenobi, like, you know, Revenge of Sith, you want to find where Anakin is? You know you know where to look. Follow your instincts. Follow your instincts. Yeah. And I think there's a little bit of that, that second one particularly of just like, ah, bleep, I need some help. Yeah, this Ugh. is feeling to me like- uh, I don't want to do the work. <laughs> exactly. I feel like this is- uh, um, Sort of a force spirit, uh, tough love, which uh, mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. I, I'm uh, reticent about that uh, yeah. phrase because it can be used in, in not great ways. But I think it is the like mentors are there for you when you need them. And, and I think sometimes there's this instinct like you're talking about to yeah. take the shortcut of like, yeah. please, uh, a paternal figure, a, a parental figure, uh, please come help mm -hmm. me. And yeah. Qui-Gon's just keeping the door shut. And like, you have everything you need. You don't need me now, dude. Yeah, 
Do your thing. It's fear. <laughs> it's fear. It's fear. It's something I, I deal with sometimes too. Of like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, do I want to sign up for that class? Let me get a friend to do it with me. But I get to do it on your own. <laughs> you get to do it on your own. I'm breaking it down simply, of course. But yeah, that's why that second one, him on the go, not, not in a cave, not trying to find it, but just like I'm out and about. I've accepted the mission. And so again, it's like Qui-Gon saying, uh, you know, do, do the work, going to get there and, and no shortcuts. That's fear. That's fear. And, and that second episode particularly is a ton of hidden fear stuff to me. Absolutely. And Everyone just, hiding something. Yeah. I mean, like the image of, of uh, Kenobi almost being in physical pain. To oh, with the force thing? Force. Like that, so that, to me, that was about so like good. hiding, right? Yeah. It was about like, I have shut myself off so much. And if I open, all these other things are going to flood in. It hurts. Physically hurts him. Mentally yeah. hurts him. Yeah, no, you're right. I think there's a little bit of, of, of uh, you know, we, we always make the joke if you can't just press the X button or whatever. But beyond that, just it, it starts from that for me. But like, yeah, it, it, that, that's a big moment that he's got to do it. He can't hide in that moment. Leia will die if he doesn't. Yeah, he can't hide in that moment. And there is a lot of hiding, right? Yeah, yeah. hurts him. So good. Um, uh, Want to move on mm. to uh, some of the other like moments and stuff. Where yeah. We'll take a quick break. Do you have any other thoughts on the big picture uh, themes and ideas of these first two episodes? No, I think we really hit on them a lot. And, and again, so much of it coming from, from Leia, uh, just in the real good bumper sticker kind of breaking it down of just some of the stuff. Uh, and I just really love uh, the stuff uh, she's saying to, to Kenobi. And also, again, I wanted to mention some of the stuff that uh, Brea is saying to her. We get a, it's quality Brea time, uh, but uh, you, you get out of it what you put into it. Mm-hmm. So that could be about not just, you know, titles. And again, going to, to Kenobi, calling on Qui-Gon. Almost Qui-Gon could say that. You're going to get out of this what you put into it. And just calling me right now is the cheat. Uh, but also you have to rise above Leia. Uh, and, and when Leia is met with... Um, you know, the, her cousin, uh, she, she does, you know, she strikes back, but she strikes back in her own way, but she, she won't need, you need to rise above it. I, I think of Leia, uh, and, and Wicket, uh, and the, and the, and the, the snack that crushes the empire and all those kind of <laughs> things, all the things we know with Leia, just to see it here at the, uh, at the early, uh, early stages and, and, and how there are many ways to lead. You just have to find yours, uh, good, good, simple, uh, philosophy and themes. There. Yeah, no. And I think it really tracks well, uh, you know, Leia and, and Padme are these figures who are, noble and fight the fight they'll yeah. use the blaster when they have to but they try everything else yeah first and this was like this early lesson of like uh okay you kind of just want to retaliate in anger you just you know yeah you you dressed him down and understandable and just did you know maybe you gotta apologize mm-hmm. to keep the peace for now and she's just kind of like no you know bleep <laughs> him right and it is it is a moment of pick your battles, pick yeah. the moments, you know, you don't always have to be in the cycle of aggression. Yeah. Aggressive yeah. negotiations don't always have yeah. to happen. Yeah. So many uh, <laughs> aggressive negotiations. Uh, another bit of, uh, of Leia wisdom that I liked is the, uh, uh, which I think relates to fear and hiding mm. in station. When she says to Kenobi, is it that hard to believe you might have friends? Oh, I wrote, <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines. Cause isn't that, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. And, and cause it's, it's a funny moment we could talk about in comedy and whimsy and everything, but man, isn't that a pretty powerful statement that he, he, he is so disconnected from who he is that he just can't even accept that. He couldn't accept any help from anyone that you're worth this, that your mission's worth it, that I'm worth this. Yeah. I thought it was a big line from Leia. There's yeah. so many lines from little Leia. I'm calling her a little combat poncho Leia when she puts on that green green sweater. Uh, the green cape. Yeah, yeah, the green cape. Um, yeah, isn't that, that was a big line. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, one. It's, it's really, really powerful, really uh, intriguing, mm. and, and goes more to Obi-Wan really just cutting himself off from everything yeah. and how that can be 
uh, you can get into a place of comfort. Sad, tortured comfort. Yeah. But it's safe. I'm alone and miserable. Yeah. <laughs> but I know what that is. I know what the routine is. And anything stepping outside of it yeah. is risk. Yeah. And, and if you move so far away from yourself that you can't understand and comprehend your own worth, and I think we've all been there at times, mm-hmm. and I think a little bit of what uh, Leia was saying, it's just that hard to believe that you might have friends. <laughs> a great a bit of Leia advice. Uh, so many great bits of advice. But for now, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to talk about some of the exciting moments, the action moments, the comedy moments. Uh, we could talk about almost every line of these two episodes. We love them so much. But we will try to contain ourselves just a bit. Uh, we will be containing ourselves in just a moment. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And we are back to continue our discussion of the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. We are very excited uh, to talk about some of the moments. We talked about some of the big ideas, but uh, let's get into uh, some of the action moments. I thought that these two episodes had a lot of actually like great action, but they also just had a lot of great building to even the possibility of action. So like some of the cheer worthy moments for me were like the, a, a character taking a step toward taking action. <laughs> There's also some just like cool combat moments as, as yeah. well. So uh, yeah, uh, I, I tre- tried to keep my my, my uh, list a little bit more limited than we normally do. Uh, yeah, we're trying to get this one went out in a reasonable amount of time. Uh, but where did you go? What were your action moments? Uh, it's funny you mentioned it because I, I put a lot of the action of obviously I think the 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 saving Leia with the forcing was this big one, thematic one too, and an important one. So we can talk about that more if we'd like. But there was a little bit of the, because there's this hesitation to use the blade. And again, we could even hide behind it as in a thematic way. Well, he can't use the blade because then he'll be outed as a Jedi. That's not the reason. That's not really the reason. That's, Kenobi's hiding the fear. He he pulls out that blade and ignites it. He's Obi-Wan Kenobi again. And he ain't Ben. And, his, and that's, so I love, so there's a lot of almost actions like you're talking about. Digging up the blades was probably the biggest action to me in these first two episodes. That was my, the first thing I wrote down. That was the thing, like, if I'd been seeing it, you know, live uh, with yeah. a bunch of people and felt comfortable to scream, like, <laughs> in the Endgame uh, film, the, as yeah. as it is becoming clear that the hammer yeah. the hammer starts to move and it's clear that's, yeah. that's Captain America. Steve Rogers is finally going to use Mjolnir, you know, and I started yes. pre-screaming because I felt safe in that uh, showing. Yeah. When the second he got off the EOP and I saw the shovel in his hand, I would have been pre-screaming in the in the theater, right? For that moment. That is a Thor t- that's a that's a Captain America takes the hammer moment for me. Yeah. Because of the the power of it. The the literalness of I have buried yeah. in a place only I can sense in the sand. Yeah. Who I who I was. And from this this new canon clarification that Obi-Wan believes he killed Anakin. Yes. And my failed mm. dead mm. friend's blade that maybe someday I'll give yeah. to his child. And I'm I'm willing to unearth all of that. It was an action scene that was like a, a therapy session. Yes. I'm, yes. I'm willing to unearth my trauma. Yes. Uh, do the work. Do the work. Qui-Gon's going to tell you that. No, um, uh, absolutely. Uh, when you pull the shovel, and I, I want to admit something this fun because we watched this um, with so much excitement, and uh, it's been already been a fun but long weekend. Uh, I had a, a brief two-second thought where I was like, he's going to dig up his Jedi Starfighter with that shovel? <laughs> oh, wait, that's right, lightsabers, because he, he told the kid, bury the lightsaber in the desert, but that would have been cool, too. If he just, you got a Jedi, he just buried it in the sand. Yeah, he, he buries up the, <laughs> the whole ship. Like, yeah. yeah, but it ends up being obviously something uh, so much more important. And, 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 and I just want to just discuss that in terms of um, a little bit, I guess a little bit of canon or just like what you envisioned um, 
Kenobi in the desert all those years. You know, I have that great sideshow collectible figure, which is is based off of more. I mean, not necessarily based off of, of, of the Kenobi book you just read from Jonathan Jonathan Jackson Miller, but just an idea of Kenobi in the desert. He has his Clone War armor. He has this. He has all the blades, and he's just out and about in the desert. And maybe that was him when he landed ten years ago. Mm-hmm. But I was blown away by the fact that like, he's protecting Luke, and he doesn't even have his blades. Yeah. He can't even go get them quick if something goes wrong. He's just got to watch from afar and hope Owen lets him come throw some fists with the bad guys. I, I was kind of blown away by that. Not surprised, great moment, but I was just like, I, I thought about that a lot last night of, what's he, he's just hitting on the rock? What's he going to throw meat at, at, at the bad guys? He's so disconnected from who he is and he's hiding behind on protecting them. You don't even have your blade, man. Yeah, I mean, he's just watching over him and yeah. hoping that, Nothing happens. Yeah, maybe, maybe fill in canon. Maybe he you yeah. know, went and got it sometime to take care of uh, the threat or whatever. I think some of the canon yeah. stories we have in the comics are after this yeah. time. So, yeah. you know, anyway, get back to that. But, yeah, no, I think for me it's uh, it's understandable that a lot of people had the perception that's what it's in that um, Kenobi, uh, Ken- mm. uh, Kenobi book by John Jackson Miller, yeah. the 2013 Legends one. It's a little, it's definitely Obi-Wan processing. He's in trauma mm-hmm. and he has some moments of outburst, but it's him getting set up as we know it in A New Hope. Yes. You know, getting set up in that hut. He's, you know, I'm going out and about and I'm really trying not to get involved, but I wear the right robes so nobody can see my saber and I, I really don't want to take it out, but it's on me and mm. I'll use the force to save people, but I'll try, I'll do, try to do it in sneaky ways. And I, I think that's just like that's a, a a valid interpretation of the story, and that's what the story could have been, yeah. right? Uh, when George Lucas says, "I did it. I told the story. I'm done." Mm. You, you can absolutely imagine Obi Wan in Revenge of the Sith getting on his Eopian, going and finding that hut, and yeah. being that version of Obi Wan. But I think what really happened here is this this opportunity to go like, but there's even more story there. Yes. There's really deep, yes. powerful story. We. It, the, we could have a Kenobi who is that strong that he sets up and he quietly deals with the trauma. Yeah, just sits there. But it is so much more interesting. And clearly from interviews, <laughs> you and McGregor <laughs> push for it to be like, go through the trauma, truly work through the trauma. Mm-hmm. And I think what's compelling to me about it is we talk about it a lot on the podcast. I love Jedi because they strive towards this noble path mm. and it's so easy to fall off of yeah. because it's such a lofty goal to master your fear in every way. And when you fail as badly as Obi-Wan did with the amount of consequences he did. And people, I think he he made some mistakes. I don't think he's solely responsible. Anakin made his choice, all that, blah, 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 blah. But it's just, it's a more powerful Jedi story for him to go, I have to work to become a new version of a Jedi. So I'm just going to hide everything that says Jedi because that's not what I am anymore. And I have to work my way back to the, it. The more I think about it, even as you talk, and I'm just really excited about this. And I have to learn from Bray Horgana, Bray Horgana, who, who want, wants we all of us to rise above, because I really want to go to some of my friends who texted me four or five years ago and said, why would they tell a Kenobi story that's so creatively bank- bankrupt? There's nothing there. <laughs> so I want to go back and go, you're hiding your fear of having to have your head cannon rearranged. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, I love that Kenobi book by John Jackson Miller. That, that, yeah, no slight on that. I haven't read that, but yeah. Interesting, you know, that that's a valid take on, yeah. on the story, and that's maybe what Lucas thought. But I also think that, you know, Just, uh, those guardrails that Kathleen Kennedy was talking about are like mm-hmm. the ideas, the core of Star Wars. Yeah, it's not creative not, guardrails. Not structure, not mm-hmm. creators, mm-hmm. not, you know, anything. Mm-hmm. 
uh, not mediums. It's, it, yeah. and this is the, these are the guardrails of Star Wars. It's yeah. about fear and hope. And what do you do when you fail somebody and generational, you mm-hmm. know, change, all of that's there. Yeah. I was blown away. Um, um, thinking again, uh, staying up way late after we watch episodes of Jim, but just that he isn't, hasn't moved into that hut. And if is that a symbol, you and I were even saying is the end of this, this, this run, does he, all right, it's time for me to move in a hut, but just that he's so broken after, after years of, you know, watching him in the clone wars, after years of seeing him try not to break and he, and, and he, I'd say at the end of Sith is where you see him break. Mm-hmm. And after years of literally taking punches to the face in the Clone Wars and how many times we talked about in the Clone's Report, to actually see him, and it's easy to go, like, we're going to see broken Kenobi, but to see how they're playing around with that. Ten, yeah. ten years into this, he's still in a cave on a sleeping bag. Yeah. Not allowing himself to connect to who he is. I think it's going to be much more powerful to see when he finally gets there, as he's on the, already on the road there. Yeah, and, mm. and only Tika mm. the Jawa to snark with. <laughs> only <laughs> Only thing. <laughs> which we will get to in comedy. Uh, all right, so that was our first action moment, which we turned it also turned into, into themes. I apologize. Uh, come on, he, he shoveled up his lightsabers. He shoveled up his trauma. Yeah, it was glorious. It was an action moment to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, going into just some of the actual, like, kind of practical uh, yeah. action. Uh, this is also thematic. It was cool, but like, I, I thought it was just sort of pitch perfect. Of like, yeah, he's he is a well trained uh, fighter, hand to hand, right? Yeah, but he's rusty. And it's also just so the Kenobi style of like, I, I don't need to do anything flashy. I just need to like pressure points, you know, yeah. get limbs in the right place. Get information. You, yeah, you use yeah, use your the opponent's body weight against them. It's very Kenobi. It's not Anakin rush in and hit, you know, <laughs> it, it is pressure point. Punching I love that detail, which it was too dark for us to see. And I didn't fully yeah. track, but I did when he does the like, I'm going to use, you know, your center of gravity against mm. you on the Zabrak and puts his hand on his head to flip him. But him pales his hand on the horn, the head horn. horn. Yeah. It's like, Hey, Obi, yeah. everyone, <laughs> you, you fought some Zabraks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it really does just feel like, you Oh, I forgot. Me. I can't use that move on Zabraks. Yeah. You know, it was great. I love, I just love it. It, it made me think of uh, even fighting Grievous of just, he's always, always got to scream in pain in the fight. Cause He's sometimes in over his head, but he doesn't stop. No, I loved a lot of the sequence. Really well done. Really, uh, the choreography was really good on the little fights in the hallways and everything. And the t- yeah. alleys love that. Yeah. So, what are some other action moments for you? Um, I I uh, love. I, I watched it a few times. I love little Leia. We'll put the apostrophe. Little Leia. I love the running away from the from flea. <laughs> and, a, and a great baseline, running away. She does that little slide, that action slide. So she is, she's running. She like you and I keep saying she's she's not she's not perfect. She's making mistakes. She's ten. She's learning. Yeah, she, she's precocious and all those other wonderful things and wise beyond her, her years. But she she's still she's still a little kid. But the the purpose behind that slide of she knows how to run. She's a self rescuing princess, man. Like she'll get her if she could, she'd get herself out of it. And so from that to watching her leap with 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 bravery that almost kills her like quite almost kills her and yeah. she does not connect to the force yet we knew how some of the leia princess of old run book stuff where the force oh my gosh i did that i made that jump well here she didn't make the jump but she took the jump and she made that jump when she was needing to save need to save in, someone in that leia book yeah so i love all those little moments but i gotta tell you that little slide from little leia one of my favorite little action sequences absolutely because it was it was just a great little action shot right yeah. but it was also like i am using my knowledge of the space i'm using my size my size because she zips under that 
yep. you know, log that log. they can't follow her that way. And yeah, yeah, it's a great little moment. She gets caught. She's 10. Yeah, they're, she's they're waiting yeah. for her and they know where, where she's going. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Uh, so I thought that was great. Mm. Uh, I thought another great uh, Kenobi moment was uh, I loved everything about him, him getting punched around and then talking about how he's bleeding. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> getting blood everywhere. Uh, in that everybody bleeds was a great, like, that, that's as much as a tough guy line you get from Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, but pulling out that spice, you know, oh, it, yeah. it tracks to the death sticks, to him being <laughs> judgmental that, about all this. And like, yeah, I, I'm going to use the spice against them. And then it's practical mm-hmm. when he knees flee. Uh, Flea's <laughs> character has a name, Vect Nocro, <laughs> uh, but it's more fun to say flee. Or as Grace texted me last night, Needles is in this. <laughs> Needles is in this. Needles is in this. Uh, but I just love that. Like, mm. on the he he crashes the spice. Clever Obi Wan yep. solution, and then knees flee real hard on the way out. Which <laughs> like, was that entirely practical, or was that a little like? I, it's been a long time since I got punched in the gut, and I did not enjoy it. Was yeah. that a was that a little bit of naughty vengeance? Yeah, a little bit, a little, a little sassy Kenobi, a little, right. a little sassy, right. sassy vengeance. Yeah. Uh, uh, the other thing that I wanted to be sure to, to highlight is I, I really did love the intensity of uh, of Riva's uh, force uh, parkour run oh, across Dayu. It was like great. Lots of cool, uh, you know, using the space. Mm-hmm. doing awesome force user flips mm-hmm. but the whole thing was constructed with this like no obstacle will yeah. keep me from kenobi kind of energy and just r- really gave lots of energy and momentum to yeah. l- to leia not entirely understanding mm. It, mm. the sheer the amount and kind of danger that she was in yeah and highlighted how desperately obi-wan knows like mm. It, mm. Obviously, it's mm. when he catches her too. But just her action was cool, and it really highlighted the the, the pressure point of Obi Wan is going to f- literally fall into a million pieces if yeah. he fails Leia. Yeah, I love the sequence uh, for its beauty, uh, its its danger. It's just it's it's a, it's overwhelming skill. Uh, there's a couple moments where she's like bouncing off the side, maybe a little force. Uh, connect, you know, it's, it's truly like a fun video game sequence, but. Um, Really some eloquence, evil eloquence to it. Evil eloquence. Yeah. yeah. And my, my last thing was to talk about uh, Obi-Wan catching Leia. So what else you got? Uh, that was kind of the big one for me. Uh, great meaning to it. We'll, we'll probably even talk more themes, but just uh, the actual strain and pain. The force is not uh, this magic button you press and the hesitation. I mean, cause he doesn't do it immediately. He's hoping it and he knows he got to, um, so he does it. He takes the action because he's Obi Wan, and we know we know Leia's going to get safe. But uh, the, the, the close up on his face, the strain, the physical strain of his hand, how much it took out of him. I love that. Yeah, and almost like the this, risk, the war, uh, the reward, all that, but the pain. Almost this fear that he was going to start flashing red. Yeah. Right? That everybody alarms would go off. Everybody would see and know. Like he's really internalized. Like yeah. it's a caution. I really can't uh, show myself. I can't be. You know, I, I yeah. can't reveal myself. It, it's dangerous for me, but more importantly, it's dangerous. Stay in your lane, for Kenobi. Luke. He's telling yeah. himself. Yeah, exactly. And I just, and, mm. and I love that they had the conversation, Leia. Like, why don't you use your lightsaber in the forest? And like, yeah. well, because I will lift you know. me, lift me up. <laughs> oh yeah, you can both things float me, float me. What? <laughs> <laughs> they were great, great little comedy act. We'll get to in a minute, but <laughs> yeah, I, it was it was a great action moment because mm. it was both expected. Yeah. And yeah. Um, different than I expected because that, that pain was almost mm. like mm. flinching. It was like, a- like what's, what's going to happen when I let it all in. And 
yeah. if I call on the force and it doesn't answer and like, it's almost yeah. like he's that, that is all of those fears are, are causing physical pain and he is yeah. straining and pushing through them. And then the contrast to that of what Leia experiences, yeah. going back to what we we're talking about of like Leia pushing back, like, I think you're a faker. I think you're a liar. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're a real Jedi. I think you're cosplaying, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then for her to literally feel, no, th- he's a real Jedi and it's not just the powers. It is the, because he has the heart of a Jedi, he helps yeah. people. The contrast of, of the strain of Obi-Wan to the gentle catch. Yeah. After all this violence, this chase, this fear, mm. that catch is so gentle. And the people in the background going like, oh, she's okay. Yeah. It, 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 there's just this like kindness to the action. It was, it was, it was, there was the big why behind it. Mm-hmm. We, we love our whys and, 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 and the, the why of Kenobi reconnecting the force, why of, the why of Kenobi using it and, and, and the, 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 everything behind it, like you've just wonderfully described, uh, beyond just, I can't do it. I can't do it because I'll be discovered. I, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> but I need to. I, I need to. to open up. Yeah. Because yeah. the worst thing that could ever happen is, is failing. Yeah. Failing. And, and to me, this is Bale going, oh, you, I know you're not, you're going to have to be the man you were. Yep. And this is that moment. You yep. have to, you have no choice. Yeah. The only the choice is death. off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Leia dies if you don't. Yeah. Powerful. Uh, let's move on then to comedy, uh, whimsy, mm. weirdness. Boy, we could just go mm. on and on. There's a ton of great stuff here. Uh, so what do you got? How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, I just, I, you know, I didn't, I, you, you might have more specific lines written down than me, but let me just start by saying Vivian Lyra Blair. Lyra, that's great. We got a Star Wars name in that. Um, <laughs> is uh, amazing. Yeah. I, I, I know she was uh, um, in Bird Box, uh, looking that up there, but just um, what a wonderful find. And, and it's not just the look and the feel, it's the tone, the cadence, um, the, the the posture. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's wonderful. And yeah. she, her comedic timing, amazing. And made me laugh so many times. So I know you have more specific no, lines no. written down to me, but everything about the energy. It was Leia. Can you get this walking carpet out of my way? It's <laughs> Leia, man. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Defiance, snark, that mm-hmm. that ability to be sort of uh, trained and regal with yeah. that. Then like just, uh, I am going to sass you into an early grave because <laughs> yeah. uh, I know I, I, yeah. I have that power. I expect to. Yeah. Uh, you know. I mean, that, that, that was one of the great, lines uh yeah. followed by one of the greatest you know laugh lines of uh leia saying to kenobi you think the less you say the less you give away but really it's the opposite mm-hmm. just that great natural insight mm. intuition like leia's yeah. force powers are always shown as very intuitive right yeah. and yeah. to be in like is she even tapping a little bit into the force with her like oh yeah really young understanding of Kenobi. And I don't mean like she's reaching into the force on purpose of just yeah, like yeah. that real, like subconscious. It's in one of the uh, books. I can't even remember which one, maybe mm. resistance reborn. Uh, I, I honestly can't remember. Maybe it's the novelization of rise of Skywalker, but yeah. kind of a passage about how, uh, after she spent some time with Luke and Luke's like, I think you've been tapping into the force mm. in subtle ways your whole life. Your instinct to your ability to read people and to connect is because you're reaching out and you're seeing them and you're feeling them. We're seeing some of the stuff play out in the High Republic, and it's certainly not, you know, we, it's easy to, to just list different type of force powers and skills. It's not what we're doing here. But I think you're right. There's this empath energy to it. Yeah. Even at the end, I'm, I'm, I, I, I was moved to watch this here at the, at the beginning. I mean, we've got Revenge of the Sith, the true beginning of her life there, right? But then uh, 
here and, and, and go to go to Rise of Skywalker, go to Last Jedi. You have everything you need. We have this and that. The the sage, the the, the one able to give the advice, it starts early because of, of her instincts. And yeah. I think you're right. I think there's a little bit of that's part of what she does in the force. Yeah. And there's a great connection to that uh, Kenobi novel from John Jackson Miller because Kenobi is really written well to be evading questions, constantly uh, turning the conversation back to other people. Mm. And it, this one person he's connecting with in particular who really wants to know him, it only makes it worse. He's like, mm. you work so hard not to say things. So yeah. that was, a, I think, a real great truth of Obi-Wan in this era. And yeah, then the, how old are you? Which is, I mean, it's a joke. He, he, yeah. Unless he's really lost track of time, he's not writing down days on the game. So maybe he is like, <laughs> you nine or 11. I, yeah. 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 Uh, and then, then the follow-up of the 10 is like, you don't talk like a 10-year-old. It's like, thank you. Yeah. Like, that's somebody who's training to be an adult <laughs> as soon as possible, right? Uh, there's a ton of great things. Uh, I love the interaction uh, with Tika. Cause it's the best. It's, uh, Tika the Jawa, like, it, it tortured, broken, but still snarky Obi-Wan, one of the great Obi-Wan lines. Like, when you steal my property and <laughs> try to sell it back to me, could you at least clean it? As a courtesy. But it's, it's the as a courtesy tag that just killed me. But, but Tika responds with, cleaning costs extra. <laughs> it's so funny. It's a yeah. great little sketch. It's, it's, well, even he walks out like, you smell. You smell like me. Like, he's just like, I can smell you, you know, from Alderaan. I love that scene. Oh, yeah. It is an absolutely great scene, every moment of it. And then I mm. think almost, uh, I wrote one other line down uh, from mm. uh, the first episode. Leia had so many great lines, but uh, when they were chiding her for being, uh, um, for taking it to a lousy cousin. Yeah. And she says, he's rude to droids. Oh, man. <laughs> it's great. I mean, we always know that Leia's had a little bit more, you know, yes. respect. Uh, we'll talk about mm. canon. We got to see 3PO in the background. That was, mm-hmm. that was great. Um, it, it, it ties into the big theme that we were talking yep. about of, of status. Status. And droids are less than. Um, so it's, mm-hmm. it, it's a meaningful line, but also like, <laughs> there's yeah. just something funny about it of like, this is a bridge too far for Leia Organa. Like, <laughs> this piece of bleep is rude to droids. Yeah, no, and her little relationship with, with Lola, the uh, battery's not included uh, droid, uh, isn't called. No, yeah, I guess you and I got to be careful not to spin off anymore, but that line too, um, the through line, uh, you know, lesser light form spits out her, her cousin and, and it does go to the back to the wicket moment, which I love so much. It goes to Padme uh, looking at uh, Jar Jar. And, and remember, Padme meets Jar Jar and is like, you're a Gungan, aren't you? Like, I'm ruling this planet. And I haven't spent time with the people that we think we're above. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the, that through line of, of Leia carrying that in her, obviously Brea and, and Bale. I've, I've done great jobs as parents, um, but I, I love that. I love the connections that we're getting laid in this time period, going both directions. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then the, the second episode, like I, I had to stop myself from writing down uh, basically all the banter between uh, Ben and <laughs> Leia, but but a, a couple that I yeah. really liked. Yeah. I liked that Obi Wan was maybe never the greatest at just chatting with kids, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he liked it better when Anakin was a Jedi Knight and they were yeah. brothers, you know. Yeah, it, maybe never the best at that, but now super rusty. <laughs> Yeah. And I love when he says to her, don't smell anything. Yeah. <laughs> don't touch anything, but don't smell anything. It's like, it's like, it, it, it's so like, just, d- 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 it, it is, it's that really comic frustration of an escort mission on a video game when like you're supposed to protect <laughs> that character and they're an AI and they're running everywhere they shouldn't in the, like, God, yeah. just s- sit still behind me. Yeah. But within my line of sight, uh, I loved it. But yeah. This particular line, don't smell anything. 
I wrote, it's funny you say that. I, I mentioned uh, it's a little bit of a, I, I'm going to submit it as whimsy. <laughs> it's not comedy. But I love Leia saying, this place is incredible. Yes. And what that says about her, what that says of her view of the galaxy, again, like we're talking about here. Um, I love that, that it wasn't yeah. like she wasn't scared. She wasn't overwhelmed. This is incredible. Yeah. This is, I love this. I've been kept on my planet for good reasons. Maybe she doesn't fully understand. Beautiful planet, beautiful time, but a beautiful place. But just, man, look at, look around this. This you, is great. You have know. to think, like, unlike Luke, who's maybe, like, hearing weird stories from young bigs about the galaxy, she's being trained yes. to go to university. And, like, so I, I, there's almost mm. this, like, unlike uh, mm. Ray or Luke or maybe even a little bit of Hans, like, awe. Yeah. I feel like with Leia, it's like, all the things I've been reading about and I know from a book or a yeah. hollow, uh, here they are in real life and you can smell them and see them and touch them and it's all real. It's it's the difference between uh, what we got with the Organas raising her and raising her so well as as their own, um, um, you know, daughter. I mean, adopted daughter where you got Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew. The situation is a little different, I know. Uh, and you know I love my justice for Owen, but <laughs> but how he's so much out of fear. Like, he's breaking, you know, you're not going to have a ship, a uh, spaceship toy, because that's going to teach you to fly away. And this, um, we've always analyzed, you know, Tatooine is out of rim. It is a planet from the far, farthest from. But that that's not necessarily true. There's a lot of things going on. That's why we revisit Tatooine a lot. That's why even Biggs has kind of got that, like, ah, oh, kid, you, Wormy, you ain't even, you ain't even been around. <laughs> Get out of get out of town, and so I love the the juxtaposition of of how these two uh, kids are being raised and protected. Yeah, both needing to be protected, but the way you do it uh, could could potentially cause harm. And Leia's much more prepared because of that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, that's why the, she ends up coming to Tatooine. Yeah, for Luke. Uh, the the final one because uh, again I could share all of them, but I really like um, when he needs. Uh, needs them to get the new clothes and having that grumpy old man <laughs> exchange. He's like, uh, you don't I'll, need I'll, 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 Yeah. First he's like, I'll take the, uh, the, the little green cape, you know, <laughs> clearly probably not the correct words for yeah. that garment. It's the little green cape. And then she's just putting on the gloves. It's a great Padme connection. Not that yeah. Leia has her finery too, Yep. but that's such a, a thing of Padme and of the way that both of them are raised. Picking up the, the, the just Ewan McGregor's excellent delivery of you don't need those. She puts them on anyway. And the gloves. And the gloves. <laughs> that the, the, Just that real fast, like, battlefield. I'm going to pick my battles. Uh, yeah. She's not going to listen to me most of the time. Right. Uh, this is not This is not the hill to die on. I'll, I'll take the, the gloves. gloves. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I know it's not a combat poncho, but the image of it's, the greed, I would love if she had corrected me. Like, it's a combat poncho. <laughs> it is. Yeah. That is absolutely in the yeah. canon of great ponchos yeah. uh anything else for whimsy and weirdness before we move on the one thing i submit i i, 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 I it's also long canon but I, I love uh you know maybe fudging the margins what whimsy is but love the the bail and leia kind of comfort scene but when he's like i used to want to live up there and chase purgle and everything oh yeah such a sweet moment uh between them and and how that um yeah it just plays it makes me makes me even think of rogue one i would trust her with my life it just adds a lot of uh, power to the relationship. But, and I can't wait. I, I hope we spend some more time with Brea. But it's even been great to see uh, their connection, too. So, yeah. Wow. Well, Absolutely. Good stuff there. Yeah. And we'll see how much more time uh, we spend. Yeah. So we'll move on to Canon. Uh, because we are at a convention, we're at a hotel. Didn't do the the deep dive scrub uh, for every little thing. <laughs> Alex um, is stressing in his hotel room right now, trying to. Alex of yeah. Star Wars explained. Yes, is <laughs> I'm sure explaining away as uh, as we speak. Uh, I also think uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is you know there's this uh, different credit 
uh, mm. that you noted in the credits. Oh, yeah. Of, um, I believe Star Wars lore advisor, yeah. Pablo Hidalgo. Yeah. But, you know, obviously the, the whole story group, uh, you know, we know, you know, kind of we'll weigh in on things and help mm. out with that. You know, authors are always uh, thanking the story group or specific members as yeah. specific members focus on a specific creative thing. That was different for a television show to be like, all of these sort of fill in the blanks of, I mm. would rather be devoured by a blank. Yeah. We'll, we'll pretend we're from this planet. It yeah. feels like a, hey, Pablo, these things aren't meaningful. Yeah. They're mentions. Go to town with yeah. interesting Easter eggs that fill out the galaxy or are really fun for fans. So I thought it was particularly deep with like, mm. Jacko Beast and yeah. this planet. And uh, so far from what I can Google... Uh, like I said, don't want to spend the time going through every, yeah, yeah. every little one because Alex Damon and many other people will do a better job than me on that. Uh, but a lot of them were like super cut deep dives with like yeah. two sentences on Wikipedia. Like yeah. They exist. They exist. Deep, deep cuts, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. It was great to hear, hear the purgle. Uh, I did, I was intrigued uh, by, uh, there was, there's a lot of reuse of aliens in the background. Yeah. Which is great. I loved seeing uh, what I believe is an Aki Aki yeah. in Kenobi's crew, right? Yep. Totally. Because another dwe- desert dweller might end up in mm-hmm. a desert. Mm-hmm. In, I, in, at first, I was just like, I know that alien. I love that yeah, alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, why am I having this strong emotional response? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, ah, that's I started it. dancing and celebrating life. Yeah. <laughs> and you can look at some of these aliens and go, did they use the same... You know, sure. costume, is it, are they going to fill it out to be the same character? Or is it just a, another yeah. of the species? But we, we also saw uh, Karj, the card eater from Solo. Right. Is in the background. In the background. Uh, a Muncie Tidian, uh, mm-hmm. from, who is the, the resident who is uh, screaming um, on Kajimi during the First Order occupation right. with uh, all the eyes, uh, I believe. Right. Yeah, and, and, and lots of things that looked uh, familiar in, in a lot of mentions. So from there, we're just going to go to some of the big ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let, let's talk about the, the model, the toy mm. that Obi-Wan saves yeah. up to buy. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I, there's that, that yeah. bit in Kevin Scott's short story, Time of Death, that yeah. had kind of established that Obi-Wan, uh, sculpted toys out of wood yeah. and left them, you know, maybe he did both, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. I really like this version. So did, did you take that to be that? Somehow Luke is going, that, that is the model yeah. that Luke is playing with in A New Hope and somet- somehow he will end up with it. Yeah. Even though Owen broke it. Yeah. Owen. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely um, did take it as that. I mean, certainly you can get another if it is truly broken or lost, but um, even if we never see it again, I, I assume that is, and it, and it was it was wonderful to see and wonderful to see. Again, what it represents, it does represent to Owen, don't teach him to fly away from here. Yeah, absolutely does. But um, totally makes yeah. sense from Owen's perspective of fear of like, yeah, no, yeah. you're not going to get him dreaming about the stars. He's already like that enough. Yeah. Uh, but from Obi-Wan's perspective of like, I can't interact with him. Yeah. My entire mission is him. Right. And how conflicted is Obi-Wan between I need to train him. Uh, I, I need mm. and like Owen accuses him of you're yeah. just waiting to see if he, he presents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and how, you know. How how much of that is Obi Wan? Like, I didn't. I maybe didn't do the greatest job connecting with Anakin as a child. Yeah, and I'm trying, trying to give him something that yes will make him know that there's a larger galaxy, make him dream, but also like I can't connect with him. Can I just? Yeah. Can I give him a little bit of joy? Can I give him 
a toy to try to connect with him. Yeah. I, I think it's that. And I don't want to imply that like Obi-Wan's like trying to teach him to fly the coop there or anything like that. But I, I, I think, yeah, I think you're right. And just the care and concern and a little message from, 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 from far away, you yeah. know, give the kid joy. Cause I, I love too when they're having that conversation, which we had already seen in some of the trailers and they released that scene, but it's a, it's a great little scene. It's a great scene. And look, Owen's strong. Owen is mm-hmm. courageous. Um, stands Owen up to Reva. stands up, but he, 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 he chooses uh, maybe a little bit more to protect out of fear. Um, Again, righteous, righteous decisions. Uh, he understands, he, he, he and Brew understand it. But I don't know, I just love, I love in that scene where, where he, he confronts Kenobi. And what does Kenobi do? Is he okay? Is he okay? Is he okay? Yeah. Um, why are you coming to me? Is he okay? Does he hurt? Does he fall? Uh, and even needing to, that great scene to see it, you know, this, he Luke disappears and Owen's, Luke, Luke, and, and to see him emerge playing, pretend to be Starfighter, that's cute and great. But that Kenobi like kind of has a, a sigh of relief. Like, oh, okay, there he is. He's all yeah. right. Uh, he's just pretending he's pod racing, maybe. Yeah, pod, maybe, yeah. Maybe Starfighting, maybe pod racing. But anyways, yeah, I yeah, let's love it. All that to say, yeah, in terms of canon connection, I, I think that's a T-16 guy up, or at least yeah. in my heart, until told, until I'm told otherwise. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, mm. it's veering off, but I, I yeah. also love that Owen scene where he's like, I got no love for the Jedi. They're, they're vermin, mm. and I'm like, I'm going to kill vermin. Mm. Like, mm. Great lines, and also, again, uh, these images of what is less than, what is vermin, yeah. what is gutter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That great, great stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I, that made me think that there could, it made me dream of a scene where Luke is going to, or Obi-Wan's going to go through his journey. Mm-hmm. He's going to find some level of acceptance. Yep. And I wonder if like a part of him, like moving farther away. Yeah. Is him saying like, all right, Owen, I'm going to respect your wish. I'm going to back off. But as a symbol of the fact that you can't keep him everywhere, Mm. you're going to take this toy or I'm going to come here every night and I'm going to leave it. Yeah. Cause this is my compromise. <laughs> I will back off for now and I will wait for, yeah. until the time is right. Mm. But the time will come and there's nothing that either of us can do about it. The time will yeah, come. Time will come. And, and this toy is a symbol of, of that. Yeah. It's, Man, sorry. Yeah, really, David. I, I'd love to know, go back and have like the initial comp. We, we even talked about previously on, on Force Center of, after they drop off the baby, what do Uncle and Owen, uh, Uncle Owen Emperor know? We got that question recently for Center. Um, but I love, so I love Kenobi invoking, like, you know, this was the deal, man. This you, is why I'm here. Eventually he's going to, he has to be trained. Yeah. And, and Owen kind of backing out of the deal to me, from my point of view, of like, no, 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 no. You ain't taking away from here. Yeah. Like, like all the Anakin, like your father stuff, but like. You're just, yeah. And now we have the, the modern canon mm-hmm. confirmation of like, yeah, no, Anakin's mm-hmm. dead. Yeah. Yeah. Anakin's, yeah. 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 That's that's uh, what your mentorship gives is mm-hmm. not fun for poor Obi Wan. Yeah. Um, the other thing, uh, mm-hmm. so I wanted to talk about that brief shot of three PO on Alderaan. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the droid that is being more actively uh, interacted with is a YO, a different protocol droid. But we do have three PO in the background. I watched with the uh, subtitles this morning. Says three PO speaking or three yeah. PO translating alien language. I think, and it's like. Good for you, 3PO. That's what you want to be doing. <laughs> He's in his uh, wheelhouse here. Yeah, to just see him as kind of a part of the, mm. you know, House of Organa. Yeah. At a party, at a function. You know, I love that Clone Wars episode where he needs to get the Jogan fruit because that's that's his, that's his happy place. Yeah. That's what he's actually designed for. Yeah. <laughs> that's his personality. That's his desires. So to just mm. not linger on it, not have, you know, necessarily a cute moment between him and Leia. Yeah. You know, but just he's there in the background doing his 3PO thing. That was kind of perfect for me. 
Yeah, and look, if we end up getting a little bit more here and Anthony Daniels gets a, another royalty check from Star Wars, yeah. I ain't got no problem with that. <laughs> um, but I love the use of that there. It's just there. It's part of it. Yeah, yeah. it just is. Uh, one of the uh, big ones, uh, thrilling, is the clone on Dayu. Oh, man. Didn't you, you and I... Yeah, we really had fun reacting to that one. Yeah, no, I mean, that I was, think we, we both had the, like, we, we don't want to have running commentary. We don't yeah. want to pause. We don't want to talk over things. So we made yeah. a lot of noises of reverence, <laughs> oohs and ahs oh. and ooms and oh. oh. Uh, and yeah, both on that voice mm-hmm. in that turn. So I I loved it on, like, multiple levels, right? Yes. That just, hey, seeing Tamora Morrison as a clone. As a clone. Right? Uh, you know, credits saying just uh, he's, he's a clone, right? Yeah. Uh, seeing a clone's place in the galaxy 10 years on mm. that they, mm. th- this sort of a sad and upsetting fate that we know mm. happens to veterans in real life, right? Yeah. Of, yeah. you know, when when you're needed by the powers that be, it's all- We got the, you covered. Come on in. It's all that yeah. you're the most important ever. And then mm. you mm. come home and the powers that be don't need you anymore. Yeah, and, uh, and, and adapting yeah. back to society and, and how people treat you, all those kind of things. I, I thought it was particularly, uh, you know, important. You know, a little help a veteran get a warm meal tonight, and then you got the stormtroopers nearby marching, and, and he's just not a part of that. It's just, it, it drove it home. Yeah, and I think for me also, like, knowing how much trauma Obi-Wan has gone through, right? Yeah. That that was a moment of kindness. Totally, to yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. he could easily have just, like, sighed and walked on, right? Yeah. And yeah, he, we we know how hard he's working for credits, and he's going to need some more for Leia's gloves. Yeah, uh, yeah. But that yeah. he, but it's just this moment of sadness of like they were used to. Yeah, and this is, uh, you know, and that's another moment of station, right? Like yeah. they used to be the Grand Army of the Republic, and what did mm. Palpatine do to this poor sentient being too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it worked. Yeah. Mm. That was another moment of uh, kindness I wanted to mention. It wasn't really canon, but uh, uh, along with the Luke's toy thing, I want to be sure to mention, I loved that moment in the alley with Leia when he's on, he's focused on mission and she's telling him about the droid and mm. it, that it's broken. He's like, good. Yeah. And then you see that moment where he's like, no, slow down and be kind. Yeah. And he bends down and asks her about the droid. And we know he's not a super big fan of droids. <laughs> doesn't have a ton of respect for them. No. But has to stop and go like, but she does. And I have to yeah. I have to talk to her as as, as a child, yeah. which also just seems like Anakin correction. I, I agree with that. Uh, okay, so any other thoughts on the on the clone? Do you no? Do you, it was do you expect of, it to be just a, a fun moment. Look, or? yeah, no, I'll say that. Yeah, in the credits, it's not listed as anything specific. It's not Rex. It's not anything like that. Um, yeah, nothing like that. But it's possible. I know there's a, maybe a lingering shot from a trailer or something to make you think there's some clone clone armor out there. I'll say that. But but uh, I know that's been in discussions. I, I don't know. This might be it. I would love to see it. I, I had a little bit of moment of of not even thinking that it was Rex or something, but that like suddenly the clone was going to reappear at the end of the episode to help and be like, I got you, General Kenobi. Yeah. Uh, which would have been interesting, but I, I think this works out better for me. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if if we revisit that in some way. But, I, you know, if we're off to IU or whatever, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm more than happy to just see how that one plays out. Uh, final thing is, you know, there's always been a lot of questions and I think kind of probably different takes from books and comics and whatnot. Uh, but the, the very clear confirmation that Obi-Wan for 10 years thought he mm. killed Anakin. Yep. Didn't wrestle with, uh, ooh, did I finish him off all the way? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really makes it clear that when he walked away on mm. Mustafar, he's like, there's no, 
I can't bring myself to just yeah chop his head off, but how could he survive? Yeah. And, and, and I'm walking away. I got to get back to Padme. I still think there's some interest in the fact that he didn't fully finish it. Yeah. We lived for 10 years with the thought that he did, and it's a revelation <clears throat> that Anakin is alive. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about that? So I, I hearing that this, and we even got some of the stuff from Deborah Chow and some interviews before that, that, that this that the revelation was going to happen this episode. I think I wrestled with a little, <clears throat> a little bit. Excuse me. Um, only because for so long, I I I, I love the theme we've kind of discussed of hey on Mustafar he he fails to save Anakin and he fails to kill Darth Vader right, mm-hmm. but I think he's still wrestling with that whether or not he knew that or not it's still the same thing and now that feeling that I've had as a fan that, oh no, Obi-Wan failed on two fronts, that just jumped back in his head now. Mm-hmm. So the result and the themes and everything we're going to learn from that information is still going to be there for us to enjoy as, as fans. So even going into these episodes, I was like, okay, that is different than what I had in my head. I thought he left the shores not knowing, <clears throat> then starts hearing maybe holos or holovids yeah, or something like rumors, that. yeah. So now we don't, maybe he didn't, because he is so far, doesn't look like he's watching a lot of TV in that case. <laughs> but he can hear stuff in the village and everything. He doesn't have cable. Yeah, he doesn't have, he's like me in a hotel room. Is my Wi-Fi working? Um, but to, so whenever I wrestle with canon stuff like that, it's going to challenge you from time to time, based on just, again, what you're holding on to. Yeah, what did you live with and for how many years how many did years? you live with your uh, assumption or inference, right? It's kind of, yeah. it's not directly stated, but it's what a lot of fans would kind of guess at. Right. Yep. And then, how long did you live with that? And are you willing to have it challenged? So, even with my friends going, "There's nothing left in a Kenobi story. Why are they doing this?" You know what? You probably had your own version in your life in your head for a long yeah. time. So it did. It it going in before we even watched the episodes it challenged me a little bit. But to see it, uh, all that challenge and all that fear, um, uh, to 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 hold on to that would not be worth the trade off. For the trade off would be losing this moment, losing this scene, and losing and having. Reva say it, not say Darth Vader. And you and I were talking, we can talk here about how much does Lord Vader seems to be the phrase she uses. Um, um, Again, could just be Darth Vader and she's using his proper respectful title. Um, But anyways, I love, I love, I love you. And it's like, it's his face, man, goes through so much. Uh, Just so much. Give him the Emmy now. Yeah, Yeah. And, and his fear, and this episode is about a lot about hidden fears and secrets on this planet. No one wants to know the truth. Got the great scene with uh, his daughter, by the way. That's Ewan McGregor's daughter selling him drugs up top, uh, Esther Rose okay. McGregor. And, and, and this is that quote that went around uh, a while back when he said he was on an interview show. I can't remember what. And yeah. said, just today I shot a scene with somebody really important. And everybody's like, who is yeah. it? Who is it? And yeah. A lot of people guess like. Probably his daughter. Probably his daughter. Yeah. And so it makes her line of, everyone's someone's daughter. Someone here. Oh. Uh, great. But it's a great scene. Uh, it's a great scene. Uh, and I'm glad she wasn't like, my dad was Elon Sleazebygano. Like, I'm glad <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, anyways, I'm getting off, uh, maybe off check there. But I, ju- I just love that. I, 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 I love his, his hidden fear is this, this, the failure of Anakin. No matter what he knows, no matter if it was like, I didn't kill Darth Vader. I didn't save Anakin. We, you and I talk about that. But the fact that he just, he, it's Anakin. And he's hiding that fear and it's hiding, hiding it based on what you're talking about of, I don't want to do that again with Luke. I don't want to do it again with Leia. And everyone's going, Owen's holding that over him. Uh, he's confronted with it by Leia. So to have that moment where the, the fear is exposed and then a little bit of uh, having, you know, having to accept that that fear is right there and I'm going to have to deal with it. And then connecting and you and I can talk about what we feel. We think there's a little bit of a, 
not force connection, like they're going to have a force snipes, a Skype call, like Ray, Ray and uh, Kylo, but just that there's a feeling that both are now aware of each other. Yeah. Yeah. I think my headcanon, and even I've mentioned this a couple times that uh, James Arnold Taylor, uh, actor of uh, Clone Wars, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, was interested in in trying to do a stage show of, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi is <laughs> talking about his life. So I worked on, on that script and I, and I had a lot of fun mm. in that. And there's stuff to be done with it right now, and that's all fine. Uh, mm. So we can't to- start a hashtag campaign? Okay, cool. <laughs> no. uh, but I bring it up to just to, to illustrate that I, I am one of those fans who actively mm. had headcanon and wrote yes. it down. Because yes. we didn't know exactly right, yeah. what the canon yeah. was. And to me, I was kind of interested in this idea of, you know, if he's trying to commune with Qui-Gon, if he's really reaching to the Force, that he's going to feel this presence out there that's like, that's mm. familiar but not right. Yeah. Uh, and then he's going to be having mm. to go into town and he's going to start hearing about this Vader guy. Yeah. And like reach out and really feel like, is it, is it true? And like, so that was like an interesting exploration for me, mm. but I so prefer this active mm. in the moment discovery. Yeah. And I think it, it, it changes, uh, the fear versus hope balance in Obi-Wan. Yeah. If mm. he's lived, for 10 years thinking I killed him, even the prequel uh, recap at the top frames it this way mm. of I can't kill him. Yeah. He comes to Mustafar. He sees that he's, that there's no, he's not getting through to him mm. and he feels he has to do his duty. Yeah. And he warns Anakin, don't try it. And yeah. he does. And he bursts into flames and he walks away, not thinking, uh, did, did, did I go far enough? Did I, Mm. Did I stop Vader? There's no, did I stop Vader? Yeah. It's just what he's living with from that 10 years, I think now is, could I have slowed down? Mm. Was Master Yoda wrong? Mm. Could I have done more to try to save him? Not only did he fall to the dark side, I personally killed awesome. this boy mm. that was my charge, who grew up to be my friend, mm. who was the hope of the galaxy. And I wiped it out without even trying to help him. I think it's all about 10 years of, I killed my best friend Mm -hmm. and he, and there's the duty part of it and all that. Yeah. But that seems to be what he is truly in, in pain from. Yes. And the rep, the, when he finds out and he goes through that flood of emotions of fear and shock and all that, he gets on that ship with Leia Mm. And it's not about protection. It's not about uh, should I stop him? It's almost hope. Mm. It's if Anakin is still alive, I have a second chance. Mm-hmm. It's when he, like, that's, he says that, Anakin, that's yeah. dangerous. Like, he, he's been disconnected from the force, right? Mm-hmm. I think that moment at the end is so, it's so impulsive and dangerous. Mm. He's right there with Leia, right? Yeah. He's being chased by Inquisitors. Yeah. None of that revelation is about, oh no, Vader's going to get me like Reva's going to, like Reva's yelling. Reva's pitching fear. Yeah. Vader's going to get you. He's going to ruin your mission. That's not the way Obi-Wan is reacting. It's reaching out and saying, Anakin, it's hope that my best friend is still alive. So maybe I have a chance to do what I should have done the first time. Try harder to get through to him. It's almost like Obi-Wan once thought as you did. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. And yes. that is such a great button on that conversation. I think we will leave that there mm-hmm. uh, unless you have uh, more to say about no. it. Well, actually, no, no let, let's just talk about this. Did you, yeah. did you feel, I felt like uh, he was 
reaching out into the force, not to have that level of like a force Skype. Yeah, like, yeah, like yep. with that dyad connection between uh, Kylo and and, uh, mm-hmm. and Ray. Uh, but it was a oh, now that I'm open to the force and I know he's out there, I can search for him. And it isn't a like I know exactly where you are, but just like mm-hmm. in the grand cosmos of mm-hmm, the force. Mm-hmm. Is that light still there? Like the way they the way they envision uh, envision it in High Republic. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, in particular, um, the the way uh, that uh, one of the lead characters sees it is a constellation. Oh yeah, sees yeah, the yeah, force yeah. as a constellation and can search for the one shining star. Yeah, and I feel like that's what like Obi Wan is looking into the cosmos of the force yeah. and is seeing like, is that star still there? Right. In that uh, awakens something in, in Vader. I love it. I love it. I think there's a, a great fear of a failure of, of 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 what he could do for for Leia and 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 uh, Luke, uh, but to roll that into it's not a distraction, but but this is what the series could be about. This idea again, Obi Wan Obi Wan once thought of you did, and he's got to accept that at the end of this, right? That mm-hmm. that that's not the path. The, the the chapter turning you and I have talked about for almost years now. Yeah. Of I must turn the chosen one was Anakin and the chosen one in my mind is now Luke. How we're going to get to that? Because 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 even the conversation with with Owen going back to the conversation with Owen is almost just this like look that's the deal. Owen's prob- Owen's probably not wrong. I think Luke uh, 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 Owen has care for Luke yeah. clearly clearly, but Owen's not wrong when he's like look you just, you just if you want to make sure he's not showing so you can pick up the duty and I'm not I'm not I'm bowing out of that deal. Yeah. And so it's almost like this just like uh, it's on paper it's the deal it's what I'm here for this and that. And and for him to still be uh, 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 not fixated, but but to, to now have the second opportunity to go correct my mistake, yep, my mistake, and can I write the galaxy by correcting my mistake instead of what Bale is saying? Move on, mm-hmm. move on. And so now we got the crux of this, which is not far from what we've been hoping for the series. But it's just yeah, and, and you say it's not in his head; it's not a conversation in a bar. It is active. Yeah, it's in, in that moment. In active. the yeah. moment, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. it is designed by Riva to cause pain and fear. Yes, and, right? and, and from her, it's this. It's an attack. He's gonna get you. Which, Vader's way, gonna kill you. Yeah. By the way, that's the other thing I, I wanted mm-hmm. to be sure to mention that her sing song Obi Wan. Great, great. Yeah. If we still had ringtones on <laughs> phones, that uh, <laughs> yeah, that'd yeah. be my my uh, my phone ringtone. <laughs> my mom still has one. Yeah. She'll she'll play her, her phone <laughs> ringtone in a crowded uh, restaurant. Yeah, uh-huh. it's just it's a it's a real different story too. If um he feels I I I killed Vader, but Palpatine's still alive, and it I it didn't. Yep. It didn't make a big difference in the galaxy. The galaxy still plunged into chaos. But yeah, I think the turning the page thing is the big thing. If he's lived with these years of doubt of I could have gotten through to him and that's why I can't move on because I'm only focused on my failure. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. he had mm-hmm. failures, but ultimately it's Anakin's choice. He failed in many ways, but he yeah. gave many gifts to Anakin. Yeah, And I think if he confronts Anakin Vader, maybe gets close to to getting through to Anakin, but ultimately... Anakin is not straight, uh, brave enough, yeah. strong enough, and right in front of Kenobi chooses the dark side again. Mm-hmm. It, I think it will get to that place where Obi Wan can say, "Like, I will, I will hold myself responsible for for my flaws, which were a part of this. Mm-hmm. But you chose this. Yeah, you have allowed Vader to kill Anakin. Mm-hmm. I see that. I accept that. It is time to move to the future. Yes, I have failed you, Anakin. I have failed you. They, uh, the previously on, 
we always talk about that. Those are very specific choices. Whether you're watching Game of Thrones, any other show, Breaking Bad, I don't care. If there's a previously on there, pulling out what you need to focus on. And for that to be, it's not just a cool prequel moment. It's what he feels. It's what he feels. Absolutely. Uh, Is there anything that we haven't touched on that you wanted to? Um, I'm rolling. Oh, yeah. I'll just say this. Um, You and I both had a, we both (laughs) both in a hotel room at night went, Oh, because when the, the camera pushed in on Alderaan and we knew one, what well, that probably meant mm-hmm. rumors and, you know, hell, I even had someone just straight. It was an extra who straight told me about, uh, oh, they got a little girl in the cast. I'm st- I want to go find that person <laughs> and, and dump them in a trash can um, to spend time on Alderaan. And we spent it on books. Claudia Gray spent a lot of time there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the great Madeline Ruth story eclipse spends a, a painful uh, t- amount of time there in the, from a certain point of view novel. But to see it and see it, it looks like Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. It's prequel validation, baby. <laughs> it is. It's beautiful. It's prosperous. Yes, it is. It did this series, of course, it's in the. It's set in the time in between the yeah. original trilogy and the classic trilogy. Mm. Like I was talking to somebody else, like it's amazing to just. This is a celebration of the prequels. This is a, a new style of storytelling. A six-part mm-hmm. television series. It's new, but it's also like the oldest of the old. Mm-hmm to watch Obi-Wan Kenobi mm. watch over Luke, try to save Leia to be the one who walks in the door mm. of the prison cell saving Leia is also like to the like deepest, most foundational original Star Wars. Yeah. I, you know, it's incredibly powerful. Mm. Uh, last thing I wanted to mention was just like the, the a fun thing, uh, a consistency thing. All, obviously all this depth, but it's just so much fun to spend time with Obi-Wan. And yeah. you have those Obi-Wan moments and one just like, yeah, that's Obi-Wan. I loved when he got the information and he got to uh, the spice making den. Yeah. And he's considering how to handle it. And he's there in the hood and he's doing <laughs> the classic chin rub thinking yeah. like, how should I approach this one? You know, and he's not in a position yeah. to do, you know, uh, what he did with, with Grievous on Utapau and yeah. jump in and make noise and be a distraction. <laughs> No, is that kind of sneak? Yeah. Uh, here's how I'll sneak. Here's how I'll do a distraction. Uh, it, it was just a great classic Kenobi moment. Yeah. Rub the chin and decide how you want to approach this. P.I. Kenobi, uh, Gumshoe Kenobi, it kind of emerged a little bit here in this episode. That was the only thing that I indulged myself to say out loud while we were watching last night. <laughs> Detective Kenobi Detective is back. Kenobi. So great. Uh, we talked about some uh, predictions and hopes for, for uh, upcoming episodes in, in the show in, in its entirety. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about in terms of predictions or hopes for what's next? Hopes. I really, uh, we, we know we've got this character of uh, uh, Reva, Moses Ingram, already doing uh, so good. Or as uh, Grace texted me last night, last night, I love this goth girl. Um, so, uh, yeah, getting you. Grace roots for the Sith sometime. Yeah. We'll work on it. No, uh, no, but it's a great character because it's already, we start with layers. And it's easy to say, you know, look, look, even Kenobi's like, these Inquisitors, have, they're hunting their own. Yeah. And we've seen some good, Fallen Order has some great stuff. And how you deal with trauma. It, 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 from a distance, you might think it's a it's a lather, rinse, repeat. Another person in all black with red is going to go through this and this and that. I don't ever want them not to do that, unless mm-hmm. it's Palpatine. Um, I don't need every uh, person in all black with red blades to save themselves and get redeemed. I don't. Yeah. And maybe she doesn't. But I want to explore what she saw down to literally the canon stuff. You and I are wondering, 
Was she around the corner when Palpatine shows up at the temple and said, good job, Lord Vader? Because you had pointed out to me, she only says Lord Vader now. She could say Darth Vader next week and, and all this is just fun. It was a nice bit of continuity because that's, continuity, what, that's yeah. what Obi-Wan heard and that's the thing that fans have, have focused on. Of like, mm-hmm. if, if Kenobi even hears the, the name Vader, he knows that's the Sith name that yeah. is given to Anakin. So it was really great that it was the exact, it was Lord Vader is what Kenobi yeah. hears in the security footage. Footage, yeah. And that's the turn of phrase that she uses almost as if yeah she was there she was there and, and again whether or not the danger of predictions is putting something out there that you yeah. want to hold on to but but i think i think i want to see i can't wait it's not that i want to i know we're going to explore a lot of you don't you don't frame the first part of the episode with her trauma order 66 all that kind of stuff um without it factoring into a lot of what's going on with and her without and, raising yeah. the question of so many people being like let kenobi go what's your yeah. deal with kenobi and for her to feel like it's, yeah it's she can't quite get to him yet, but it's a victory to let him know yeah. that he he failed and Anakin is, yeah. is still alive. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's and, 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 and Anakin is not Anakin; he's Lord Vader, and he is gonna rip yeah. you to pieces. Yeah, Vader's gonna kill you, and, and just but again, go back to 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 Bail very forcefully saying, and it's not easy. And I want anyone out there listening: if you're going through bad things in life, you've got lifelong trauma. It isn't easy, and it shouldn't be. But there's at some point where maybe you need a bail to go move on. You got to figure out how. You got to do the work. You got to rise above all these wonderful things. I uh, would never want to put out there that that kind of path in your life is easy and, and the struggles aren't real. But I just love that she's got that too. Yeah. So how are you going to move on? I think that's what's really, really powerful and really interesting. And, yeah. and when the first trailers came out and it seemed like, oh, no, no, she's not just kind of like a new big bad to be flashy. Yeah, she's yeah. a character with an arc. Explore it. You know, it, it, the Inquisitors are very interesting to me because they've been pitched as characters who are entirely aware Mm-hmm. that they have been caught up in a cycle of violence and a cycle of trauma. They are yeah. fully aware we are Jedi, we were yeah. captured, tortured, and broken, and now we're this. Yeah. Uh, and to have her not only have that journey that other Inquisitors have had, mm-hmm. but potentially also have the like, and I saw Skywalker at the temple. Mm-hmm. I know Skywalker is Vader. I looked up to Kenobi. Yeah. I have this opinion on the source of my trauma. And I'm going to make sure that the same thing happens to Kenobi that happened to me. That immediately creates this great Star Wars story of Kenobi is not going to get through to Vader. But is there any way where Kenobi or another character is able to get through to Reva and say, that, that's already been raised by the other Inquisitor. What are you going to get out of this? What I'm yeah. owed. Yeah. You know, and is there any possibility that Kenobi offers her a different path and she takes it to step mm-hmm. out of the cycle of vengeance? Yeah. 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 Mm. So yeah, super, super excited to see where her arc goes and in, in, uh, mm-hmm. on the depth and the flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the fun flashbacks. And, you know, and, um, I, and, you know, I'm not saying, I don't think uh, we've seen the end of the Grand Inquisitor. I know a lot of people out there wondering about that, but. Yeah, I don't think know, he's done. Know, we, yeah. we've, uh, we've been through some, some uh, moments where people have had bad things happen to their yeah. guts. Fennec Shand. It's all right. Yeah. yeah th- a little Band-Aid is good. He'll be okay. He'll be fine. What if he goes back to Tatooine and goes, I hear there's a mod parlor. <laughs> they're, just start, they're just starting one up, right? It's it a new mod parlor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just starting it up. That new generation. Uh, yeah. Still pretty young. Very excited about the next episode. I am affected by the, the trailers. We saw most of the scenes that we saw in the trailers, mm-hmm, but there is mm-hmm. some action that looks like it's back on Tatooine. So I'm yeah. very curious. We got the name drop of the planet that that, uh, ship is heading toward, but I, oh yeah, at the, right at the, the the rate that this show is moving, I think we might elide past that, and mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, Leia, Leia's back on Alderaan, and yeah. uh, and Obi Wan 
Uh, I'm curious how immediately proactive Obi-Wan is going to be. I think that's the big question. Like, mm. does mm. he go back to Tatooine and tell Owen, Anakin's alive? Yeah. And yeah. I'm taking Luke and we're going. Yeah. And, and Owen is, no. You yeah. know, still got to handle it delicately of mm. how much people can be aware that Obi-Wan is hiding on Tatooine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so absolutely. I'm very curious to see how they handle that. I'm also very mm. curious to pick up with Anakin of, is he immediately on the hunt? Is Do, do we see like a, a great mirrored scene where, uh, this is a wild prediction, would probably not be accurate, but like Obi-Wan telling mm. Owen, uh, mm. Anakin's live, and Vader yeah. telling Sheev, Kenobi's alive. Yeah. <laughs> and both yeah. Uh, heading, heading on their, their conflict path. So uh, very, very uh, mm-hmm. curious to see that. And the final thing is, uh, since we did get the Qui-Gon's not taking the call, um, yeah. down the road, I'm, I'm really hoping for the Qui-Gon is accessed uh yeah. qui-gon is the reward yeah for kenobi <laughs> the, uh working through his it's the cash back business. on your purchase yeah exactly. it's a, yeah 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 <laughs> but yeah that it's uh beyond just an appearance and beyond just the use yeah i think it's it's uh it's really valuable to use it if, if they go ahead and use it in that way yeah. we'll see yeah. yeah very excited all right so we are gonna wrap up with a fun question as we always do yeah uh, unless did you have something Mark? one more thing oh, I've yeah, heard, I, we do want to mention uh the work of natalie holt on the music oh. wonderful we got williams doing the kenobi theme all the stuff all through it, especially on a rewatch and the Leia stuff and everything in the chase great the, the the shovel music in particular, which um, yes, evoked yes. some of that early Kenobi music, those little trills of mm. mystery, like when when he, when Luke says Obi Wan Kenobi, yeah, and that's the name I've not heard in a long time, okay. and that, that sense of something old awakening, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's got it, it's emotional, it's powerful, and it's also got this like we're slowly building to a triumphant theme kicking in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's great. Uh, yeah, Anyways, yeah. Absolutely Love phenomenal. Mm. All right. So fun question to wrap up. What merch do you want based on these first episodes? <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I need a little layer. I need a little layer scale three and three quarters because I got my three and three quarter Leia connection going. Yeah. And I, I thought I had the earliest. I had teenage Leia from the Rebels. That's my fig- <laughs> That's my earliest Leia figure. Now I need, uh, you know, I know, I know there's uh, the bail. The yeah, separation bay. of the twins. Yeah, set. the bail. Yeah. yeah, I know that. So maybe I do need that. Um, but yeah. Definitely want little Leia. Uh, you want with, with, uh, with Poncho and gloves? And, and Lola. And Lola. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. Want that. Um, um, that, that would be fun. And then quite frankly, I kind of, I think I want a Lola. Put some batteries in and oh, fly yeah. it around. A little just, droid, just little drone. on Lola? Yeah. 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 Uh, that would be absolutely great. Yeah. Um, I, I think we talked about it a little bit. I just, I love that weird pop-up work opportunity where some beast crashed <laughs> yeah. in the sand. And, I'm calling and, it a uh, sand whale or whatever you want to say. Sand shark. Yeah, yeah. Sand shark. And, and yeah, yeah, well, we, we got to harvest uh, all the, the meat out of this thing. Yeah. So, uh, like, I don't have... Uh, I don't have much more room for uh, massive play sets, <laughs> but the Obi-Wan goes to work gutting the uh, space shark playset yeah, would be great. Yesterday at the, one of the booths, uh, you, you were shopping for figures. We'll, we'll recap this more on Force Center, but the, the guy was like, hey, 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 look up there. I got, I got that uh, Jabba sail barge and the Razor Crest. You want it? Like, it's big. It's the one. I'll never, you know, the, the crowdsource ones. And I'm yeah. like, man. I can't take that. What are you doing? I can't take that. Home. No, so absolutely not. It's so big. Uh, but the, the, obviously they've already started to roll out uh, the action figures yeah. and, you know, the Kenobi, the, the toy phrase they're using is wandering Jedi for the outfit he has on when he goes oh, out, that's awesome. out in the galaxy. Uh, but I love that blue shirt so much. Yeah. I, I absolutely need, uh, I need blue Kenobi, deluxe blue Kenobi. <laughs> 
Uh, a little, little play on his words. blue face. Because he, he is blue emotionally, and yes. he's got that beautiful yes. blue shirt. Uh, and it comes with a sky top, sky hopper toy yeah. and a meat chunk for his EOP. <laughs> and we need the EOP, too. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. So uh, that is our big look at the first two episodes of Kenobi. We'll be back very soon as the next episode drops uh, this coming Wednesday. Uh, Ken, where can people find us? Hey, uh, we are the Force Center podcast feed. We can be found on on Twitter at Force Center Pod. We're on Instagram and YouTube as well. Uh, you uh, can also follow us on Facebook at a Force Center Podcast. You can get an audio book on us by going to audibletrial.com slash Force Center. And as someone told me yesterday uh, here at the uh, convention, uh, I can hear Ken in my mind going tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center <laughs> to get cert, uh, shirts on tpublic. And you can support us directly at patreon.com slash Force Center. You can follow me at Catnapsack or go to catnapsack.com for information on all the things I do. If you're in SoCal on June 4th, I've got a big show at the Troubadour Comedy Show, not music, at the Troubadour. Ticket information on my website, Joseph. Yeah, you can find me Twitter, Instagram, TikTok is at Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm finding some great action figures that I'm not going to unbox and I'll make some fun videos about them on social media, so go check that out. Everything else is on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. But for now, for myself, for Ken, for Kenobi's blue shirt and Leia's gloves this has been the kenobi report Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.